Gannett Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas. It's Barry on Deck. Hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian Barry Laminat. Starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminak. What's up, you damn dirty deckheads? Welcome to Barry on Deck. I am your host, Barry Laminak. Thank you guys for being here. Today is Monday, February 13th, 2023. And this is episode number 625. That's a lot. 625 of this little raggedy-ass, sloppy-ass show. Welcome to the program. Thank you guys for being here. Uh, NFL free agency is underway. Jam! What's up, uh, NFL free agency is underway and off and running, and we will get to it all. Uh, all of the goings on that have happened already. Some breaking news right before I came on, so we'll get to that. Uh, lots to discuss there. March Madness is upon us. The brackets are set. Uh, if you're a Patreon member, I will. Um, I will. We we have a bracket challenge for you to get in just for the. Uh, Deckheads that are Patreon members, so uh, you can get in on that and win a $50 gift card to Kobos uh, Barbecue. Yeah, courtesy of uh, Barry on Deck. So we're going to do that. And, um, you know, if you win and you're out of town, Brian uh, Pettit, uh, you know, you're in, I think, South Carolina, right? Yeah, you know, instead of a, a Kobos gift card, I'll give you a $50 Amazon gift card. So you don't even have to be local to win. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Hey, real quick, though, I got to acknowledge and say thank you. Oh, shit, we got a hype train already? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It scared the shit out of me a little bit. I knew it was coming. Uh, That's what she said. No, no. Stop, stop this train right now. Stop this damn train right now. Stop this train. You are a professional comedian, Barry Labanek. You do not do that's what she said jokes. Knock it off. That's my bad. Uh, yo, 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 busy, busy, early. Let's see. Oh, my sweet, sweet Donna. Subscribe for 12 months, boo-boo. Thank you so much. Uh, Catfish just resubscribed at tier one for seven months. Thank you, Catfish. Jim on Sports, good day to you as well. Thank you for the resub. That is now 11 months. Uh, that kicked off the hype train, and then Joel chimed in with 100 bitty bitties, and then he chimed in with another 100 bitty bitties. Jared Taylor with 100 bits. And we're off and running, and just like that, I got to do a goddamn shot. Not even, not even on air for f- four minutes. Actually, three minutes. You guys are making me um, turn into an Alka. Just kidding. Happy. My God, you make me so happy. We're already at level two. Holy shit. Jim. Buddy, thank you for the 69. I like you. Oh, so good. 
so good. I need like a, I don't, do, I thought we had a 69 emoji. Do we not have a six? I don't know if they'll approve it. I could say it's like Gemini because that's the Gemini logo. Jim! Speaking of Gemini, more like Jen and I. <laughs> okay. Uh, Jen, thank you for the bid, sweetie. Damn it, Cece. Damn it. Cece, thank you for the 68. Disappointing face. Thank you for the 68 bit, sweetie. And then one doesn't count. Nope. 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 Doesn't count. You don't get it. You don't. I don't do it for that. Nope. Nope. It's got to be all at once. I mean, it totals. It totals the number. Damn it. I want to say it. But no, you don't get it. You don't. Uh, you don't get it. Uh, nope. That's not how it works. Uh, no, for real, though. You guys, we're fucking level two hype train already. What are we doing? Holy shit. Thank you guys so much. Cheers. I love you, damn dirty deckhead. You guys are the best. Like, really. Uh, I love and appreciate you every single day and every single show. So thank you guys so much. Cheers, everybody. Uh. <laughs> oh. oh, why did that? Why did I do it like that? Oh. You can't, like, hold the shot. You gotta just do it, Dubs! Holy shit! PP Dubs, thank you for the 300 biddies, my friend! Oh my god, that was all. <sighs> my eyes are watered. Look at this. Ugh. I'm crying up in this bitch. Ugh. Oh god. Oh. Never have I enjoyed a Diet Coke drink more than that. Oh. Shit. All right, well, let's get to it. We have a crap ton of stuff to get to. Tons of uh, sports news. I've got stories from the road for you. Oh, shit, I didn't even tweet out the, the show. So tens of thousands of people can flock to it. Okay, that's not even how that works. Hold on. What the fuck happened to my Twitters? What happened to my Twiddly Deep? Hold on. Why isn't the... That's weird. Is that not working now? Normally when I post the link to the show on Twitter, it shows a preview. Oh, no, it still works. It's just not showing a preview. Well, I'll be damned. Oh, well, here we go. All right, so we do have a lot to get to. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we've got, like I said, all the sports news going on. Um, I've got some three different stories. I put them on the Discord. Not the stories, but just the the topics that that I need to share with you. Uh, now, some of them aren't like, uh, I know I said I have another gas station story. It's not nearly as good, I guess. Well, bad for me, but good for the as the other ones. But these are still shit that happens to me on the road. So I'm going to share them with you like I always do. Uh, and then don't forget at 3.15, Jenny is mom's going to join the show. My mom joins me every single uh, Monday at 3.15 when she can. I mean, sometimes she can't. She's a busy woman. She's popular. She's blowing up. She's a celebrity. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we'll do that at 3.15. Jenny is mom's going to pop in. Uh, fucking day drinking now the rodeo. What? Oh, you've been day drinking at the rodeo? Good for you, Reyes. Have fun with that. If there's like one good reason to drink, it's going to the rodeo. That's a that's a damn fine excuse to uh, sip alcohol. Except, boy, it's you know what you know my biggest beef with the rodeo. Ha <laughs> ha! I'll get it. They sell cows. Okay, 
God bless. I am just off today. Um, <clears throat> my biggest complaint about the rodeo, besides besides the amount of people and the traffic to get to it, it's uh, it's the bathroom sitch. It's kind of gross. It's kind of gross. It's kind of disgusting. You know what I mean? Like you either have porta potties or it's just a disgusting. Every time you got to go pee, it's you're just walking through piss and sometimes shit. It's just gross. It's disgusting. That's my biggest. Uh, that's my biggest complaint with the rodeo. What? Oh, drill them hard. Yeah. Look at you guys. How was the game? Was it fun? I didn't even know. I don't even did they did they win? Did they I, I should even look I should look. Uh let's see rough necks. XFL's used to rough necks use double forward pass to score touchdown. Huh, interesting play goes viral. What? What? The XFL just pulled off the double forward pass. Is that a thing? I've never seen this. Uh let's watch it together. Buck a copyright strike. Let's watch it together. I've never seen a a double forward pass uh, like this. Let's get to that Twitters. <clears throat> Man, that shot really got in my throat. Okay, stop. Stop, first of all. Our star receiver and also an awk passer, but we scored. Okay, 44 to 16. Jeez Louise. Oh, it was 14 to nothing when this happened. Uh, here, let me uh, let me get this. There we go. I don't know if you guys can see that. Shut up, Flip. Shut up, Jim. Phrasing indeed. Phrasing indeed. All right, uh, this is the play, I guess. The double forward pass. Let's see. Let's see the fanciness of this. Let me... Uh... Okay. All right. Yeah. Can you do that? <clears throat> I guess it's legal because it's behind the line of scrimmage. Uh, yeah, even though I said I can't believe it's legal in the XFL. I guess, I guess if it's behind the line of scrimmage, that's that's my only guess because you can see line of scrimmage is about the uh, forty nine there, opposite side. So he catches that on the forty six, forty seven. Boop boop. I mean, what you gonna do? There you go. That's a lot of hugging going on. That's, that's uh, championship caliber football. It wasn't pretty, but it worked. Yes, it did. Yes, you can't throw backwards. Oh, really? That's not a thing? There's no backwards passes? I gotta learn the rules. This is weird. I mean, it's kind of cool, though. I like, I like that. That's the one part about these leagues that I do like is... You get some exciting and innovative rules. Even if nothing else, like it's never going to make it in the NFL. At least it's something different that you can watch that's a little more fun. So, all right, let's get to the show. We got a lot to get to. Uh, let's get to the chat. Say hello to everybody that is here um, rocking with me. And then we will get rolling because we have tons of news and, and whatnot to digest <clears throat> and discuss. Uh, so let's start with the chat. And I see, I see, I say, I see. DJ Maddie was first. At least in mine. Alan! Thank you for the 100 bits, my friend. How's Catherine doing? Did she have a good birthday? And how are you guys feeling as well, buddy? Need to know that. But uh, thank you to DJ Maddie for showing up early. I saw that. Jared Taylor was in early. Terrence, what's up, pimp? Hope you're good, Terrence. I do. I hope you're doing well, my friend. Uh, who else? Wallace in early. What up, Wallace? <laughs> 
Wally Will, what's up, pimp? Chris Reyes is here, Mr. 1%. Uh, he said, shit, looks on time. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. I was, uh, no. I was brushing my teeth at 157. I was like, oh, this is not good. This, this is not good. Uh, but I appreciate that. Jeff Bell, hey, Jeff Bell, I sent you a message on Twitter. Uh, those things that you sent me. Hey, Nick, thank you for lurking, buddy. <laughs> Everything and anything is appreciated, my friend. Oh, good. That's, I'm glad, Terrence. I'm glad you're doing well. Um, uh, 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 yeah, Jeff Bell, uh, Mr. Bronco, please, I sent you a link to a folder on my G Drive. Could you upload that stuff there so I could download it? That would be awesome. Uh, thanks, sis. Uh, Todd, what's up, man? Good to see you alive, Todd. Todd, the show in. Uh, <clears throat> who else is here? Barry on deck is here. That dumb son of a bitch. What's up, Jared Taylor? Good to see you. Pimp Brian. Hello, Mr. Pettit. Kick grass season here. Let's go. Uh, Alex Villanueva. What's up, man? Good to see you, buddy. CC. Greetings, decklings. I love, love, love that CC always has a name for the deckheads. I dig it. Flimsy Cherry. Well, hello. How are you? Jen is here. Uh, Aaron J. Bryant showed up. My sweet, sweet Donna. How are you? Uh, Rudy Rot. Sanitize watch. It's no more social distancing, but that's okay. Y'all can still back the fuck up. Um, who else? Alex, I see. Rudy Ryan, let's see. Um, Flip, what's up, pimp? One deep in the building. Nothing like being first. How would you know? Uh, who else? Tony, what's up, man? Good afternoon. I'm here for the free hugs Barry was advertising. Yeah, come on. Come on, buddy. Bring it in. I almost showed you my titty, but that would have showed all my gut hanging down. And some of y'all might be eating. It's lunchtime. Well, kind of. Uh, but what's up, Tony? Good to see you, pimp. Thanks for being here. John Dory is here. Ah, uh, Joel. What's up, homie? Jared Taylor. I got Steven the weather guy. Lou Uzi. Uh, there is a fucking roller wink, wink, roller rink with music blasting in Discovery Green outside my window. Very conducive for work. I mean, you could always just go. Total Dallas, thank you for the resub. 13 months. Man, that's a much appreciated, my friend. Um, their CC is 68 bits. Don't count. Jimmo Sports, what's up, homie? I thought you said Gemini. Nah, now that there's anything wrong with that. Oh, I got, I got you. Uh, what's up, Evil Death? Good to see you. PP Dubs is in the building. Um, who else did I miss anybody? I don't think I did. No, I think I got everybody. Oh, no, first row. Oh, what's up, Heartthrob? Good to see you. Alan Denson, Nick Gamboa. Uh, my bad. Oof, shit. Uh, Sandoval, what's up, homie? How are you, my friend? Good to see you. And Total Dallas. All right, we got through all of that. That was a fast one. We got in early. Usually, I end up waiting, and then we got like 15 pages to get through. Not today, my friends. Not today. So, let's get to the sports headlines, and let's get this bitch rolling. All righty. Here's sports headlines for the day. Michaela Schifrin. You hadn't heard of her. She is, oh, only the world's greatest downhill skier. She had her 87th victory, which is the most in World Cup history. Not World Cup like soccer, but World Cup like skiing. Uh, so, yeah, that is um, that is a really cool accomplishment. And I, I, you know what? I, I, I don't know shit about the sport. I mean, I'm being a thousand percent honest and transparent here. 
but she's American. <laughs> and, you know, like, I, I don't think skiing is, I mean, skiing is an, a, definitely a, a, an American sport. <laughs> hey, what's up, Dick Willie? Good to see you, pimp. Thank you for being here. Uh, I think I think skiing is definitely an American sport, but it's dominated by the Swiss and Austria and shit like that. So it's good to know that an American is coming out, you know, flexing on them hoes. Uh, what did Evil that say? Do y'all see Luis Garcia strike out Jeremy Pena, Astros teammates, but one-time enemies at the World Cup? Yeah, at the World Baseball Classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fun. Uh, yeah, almost a nip slip. That's right. Um, ready for this week to get moving. Your boy going to be in Chicago on Thursday. Oh, nice. Nice. <laughs> Look at Reyes already ready. <laughs> Pookie ain't around. You want some of that smoke, don't you? Um, skiing is a rich sport. Is it? Is it a rich sport? To, is it is it expensive? I know it's like expensive to travel and ski. You know Why what I mean? Sleep? Like, damn, <laughs> damn, oh, flip! <laughs> I miss flip so much. <laughs> oh flip <laughs> oh flipperuski the old flipperino gone he gone oh he gone damn jeff bell don't give a fuck Jeff Bell uh, got CeCe's back 1,000%. Um, come to think of it, there are any winter Olympic sports where you do not need money to do it? Oh, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> Jeff Bell don't give a shit. That's so funny. Uh, what's up, Truck Driver Pookie? On the road, going back, audio only. All good, fam, all good. I was reading something, uh, you guys, and this is not against you, Truck Driver Pookie. Um, but I was looking at Twitch cause they were, they were people, tw people on Twitch were like, Hey, Twitch is messing with our views. Our, our numbers are way off. Are you guys not counting people when they do this and that and the other? And, uh, one of the things they said is if you go to how many of you use chat only mode, I, I think there's a mode where you can just go chat only. Um, oh yeah. Emote only chat subscribe. No, that's for me. That's for the mods. Um, but I think there's a way you can do chat only and they don't count that as a view, which I think is bullshit, but yeah, you can have it on and like have it on in the background or whatever. Um, but there's like certain things that they don't do. And I, I think audio only is one of those. So unfortunately, truck driver Pookie, you're not being counted in the stats, homie. What's up, Mark G? Good to see you. Oh, yo, D model. What's up? Pimp? <laughs> Dimata, uh, I've been trying to get in touch with you on the Discord, my friend, and I know you are busy, but I understand um, you are uh, no longer in the hospital. Is that correct, buddy? <laughs> uh, give me good news, Dimata. Give me good news. Come on, man. <laughs> Chris Reyes says, uh, Bean Meyer, greater than Twitch mods. Hmm. Chatting without viewing sounds creepy. A little bit, uh, Dick Willie, a little bit, yeah. But you know what? Some people just like the chat. They they prefer the chat over the show. I don't know. I, I mean, that's a, that's a thing. That's fine. <clears throat> At least we still have jobs, Chris. Damn. <laughs> Damn, CC. 
<laughs> Santa Claus and Dick Willie. Wait, what? Graduate. Uh, I was forced out. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Um, all right. So if you, yeah, if you use Twitch only mode, just know that or uh, chat only mode, you're not getting counted. Uh, but Dimata, tell uh, let let me uh, let me know, bro, because you know a couple of us pitched in and got you something, and Jenny's mom was gonna throw it in the mail today, as a matter of fact, and and I had given her the address that you sent me, and she goes, "Is he still there?" And I was like, "Well, I think so. He said he's gonna be in there for a couple of months." <clears throat> and of course, Jenny's mom, being the due diligent um, mailer of things that she is, called up there, and she was like, "Well." It's a good thing I called. Good news. He's been discharged. So, man, I'm happy to hear that, buddy. I'm so glad. Look at that right there, right there. I am home now. Hey, let's go. I'm so glad to hear that, Dimata. I am so glad, man. Um, seriously. And I, I I know it's a long road to recovery, but, buddy, we are here for you and rooting for you. So, um, if you ever need anything, you just reach out, okay? You, I mean that. And you know I mean that. So, Truck Driver Pookie said, does this count? I have no idea. I don't think just chatting counts. You have to like have the video open. You know what I'm saying? Um, and that's when they count it. So I, I don't know, bro. I just saw it and I was like, okay, this is a lot. But if I if I sit all my time worrying about that, um, you think this show sucks now? <laughs> it would really suck. All right, back to the sports headlines. So Michaela Schifrin's 87th win is a World Cup. Uh, it's a record. Um, sources are saying that Georgia Tech is finalizing a deal with Damon Stoudemire. Remember former Toronto Raptor? Where's mines when you need them? Uh, Damon Stoudemire um, uh, is going to be hired as the coach of Georgia Tech. So pretty cool news there. It's weird to see some of these guys that in in the past that I watched, you know, kind of coming up and, 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 and watching basketball. It's kind of weird to see some of these cats that you thought were, you know, really good players and, and stars because David Stoudemire was a star. I wouldn't say superstar. Would that be too much? Um, but I would say star. Um, so it's cool to see them, you know, venturing into the coaching world and seeing what they can do. Let's see. Let's see Damon Stoudemire. Let's see his uh, Damon Stoudemire. Hmm, where is his basketball reference? Here it is. Let's resize that, and I'll show you his career stats. Before his career, he played in 878 games. He averaged 13 points a game, six assists, and three and a half rebounds. I just, I felt like it was better than that. Uh, he kind of screwed himself at the end. He fell off after about, I mean, he came out hot at Toronto. Oh, that's right. He went to Portland early. Yeah, he was in Portland for a, a, a hot, hot minute there. But uh, early on, he was with Toronto uh, when he averaged 19 and 20 points. Then he went to Portland. And once he went to Portland, all of his numbers went down significantly. And I don't remember or know why that is. But nonetheless, eight seasons in Portland, three in Toronto, three with Memphis, and one with Sass. You got Sass. Uh, San Antonio Spurs. Yeah, he's a he's an assistant. Amos, hey, what's up, Amos? Good to see you, buddy. Thanks for being here, Mark G. What's up, homie? Um, he was with the uh, was he with the Celtics and the Grizzlies? I think. Or no, the Celtics for sure. I don't know. Let's look up. Uh, let's see who we can. Let's see, Damon Stoudemire. Damon Stoudemire. 
Uh, Wikipedia. It says teams coached Boston Celtics, Pacific Tigers, men's basketball. Okay. So it was the Celtics, not to be confused with Brazzers. What? 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 Yeah, Celtics and uh, here we go. Hold on. I guess I can show you. Let's see. As a coach. Oh, he coached for Rice. Director of Player Development, Memphis Grizzlies assistant, Memphis assistant, Arizona assistant, Memphis assistant. I'm guessing that's college. And then uh, Pacific uh, and then Boston. So he's been with the Celtics for two years now. Okay. Rookie of the year in 96, all-rookie first team, consensus All-American, Pac-10 player of the year, three-time first three-time first team All-Pac-10. He won the Ben Job Award. And then the WCC Coach of the Year. What the fuck is the Ben Job Award? The Ben Job National Coach of the Year Award is given annually to the most outstanding minority men's college basketball head coach in NCAA Division I competition. The award was established in 2010 and is named uh, for head coach Ben Job, who coached at numerous historically black colleges, but whose longest tenure at one school was 12 years, which he completed at Southern. Oh, well, there you go. And now you know the rest of the story he's a georgia tech alumni right who uh job or um uh no he went to arizona unless you were talking about job. not to be confused with rather so hey what's up memesters good to see you sweetie thank you for being here thank you for showing up i remember him at arizona he was part of the jailblazers era yeah that's right jailblazers baby that is right. It was back then. It was the Jailblazers and the Cincinnati Bengals were one of those that was like, y'all got a lot of folks committing a lot of uh, breaking a lot of laws. Uh, Damon was a fun watch. Yeah, he was. Uh, <laughs> Jailblazers when Joe Blank worked there. <laughs> uh, good times. All right. Rest of the stories. Panthers have already decided that they, well, I think this was much ado about nothing, all right? But the Panthers are already open to moving the number one pick. Now, I rephrased the headline, but I saw this posted on the Discord. I saw this posted in other spots. And what people are basically saying is like, oh, the Panthers are already trying to move the number one pick. It doesn't say that. What it does say is that they're open to moving the number one pick. Now, it's a weird dance, right? I think if the Blazers wanted to move the number one pick, it's because they have a plan uh, at quarterback. And it's not Jimmy Garoppolo, because as you'll see in the next headline, uh, he's been snatched up by Las Vegas. Uh, it might be Lamar Jackson, as we've discussed in the past. Um, is it so? I, look, that's that's two of the, the, the big names left, right? If you're not going to draft a quarterback. So if Jimmy G's off the board, I don't know what the Jets are going to do. I think they're still waiting on Aaron Rodgers. And I know he's the biggest name on the board, but he's also the biggest. What are you doing? We know these other names that are coming up, you know, Derek Carr and um, Jimmy Garoppolo and 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 um, Lamar Jackson. They're not trying to retire or they're not even contemplating it. So that's the that's the thing with Aaron is it's like, well, you need to make up your mind first and then make up your mind where you want to play. Um, but, you know, look, <laughs> There's a lot of teams that need quarterbacks and um, maybe the Panthers like the idea of signing Lamar Jackson to a long-term deal and then moving back out of that first slot. I don't know. I know this. There was already the supposedly now 
supposedly they said that flip flip luther king i get timed out so the decades can chat in peace use them points that's funny um i think that some somebody in one of the articles that i read was like oh well the texans are already talking to the panthers at this point if you're the houston texans and you trade up to number two you're stupid you're stupid First of all, I think they should have went out and and you know if they were good, if you're if you were dead set on staying at two and maybe not getting the guy that you want, then um, you probably should have signed Jimmy Garoppolo and then just just went defense with the number two pick. And I would have been great with that. I would have been great with that for a couple of reasons. One, um, yeah, do, you know you could always tank if you want to. I'm fine with that if they were to tank and try to get Caleb Williams next year, get the number one pick in the draft again. I think the defensive guys at the top of this draft that they have probably end up having a better career than the quarterbacks at the top of this draft, if that makes sense. So I think the decision becomes, do you go with the best available player or need? And for the Texans, it's they, every, they need everything, right? They don't need a running back. They don't need a safety. Uh, you could always use more cornerback help. But, uh, you know, they, they really don't need... Uh, need... Uh, um, uh, I mean, they really, there's really nothing they don't need is what I'm trying to say. So you get you a, uh, you know, I'm not gonna say a once in a generation pass rusher, but you get you a cornerstone pass rusher at number two. You still need that. If you don't do it, you're going to need it next year. So why, why give up draft collateral for one spot for a guy? In my opinion, that's you know, probably not going to have a better career overall than Will Anderson. And I mean that about C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young. I, I, I don't think that they have at the end of the day. And I'm, I could be dead ass wrong. I really, and, and it's, it's likely that I'll be wrong about that. But that's just my feeling. So I hope they don't do it. I hope they don't squander their draft collateral for one pick. And, you know, I don't know how these grades are. I don't know what um, you know what the the disparity between one or the other Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud. I don't know what that looks like. I, I would love to, you know. I know I know the knock on Bryce Young is obviously size. Uh, he's Kyler Murray esque. You know, Drew Brees hell was taller than than Murray and Bryce Young. But I I don't know like if there was a grade right like is. Is Bryce Young a B plus, you know, uh, an 88 average and uh, CJ Stroud is a 91 or an 89? Or are we talking about one is an 80 and one's an 89? That's a pretty big difference, right? So I don't know how that shakes out. But I just don't think there's a big enough difference between the two where you need to give up your draft capital and your collateral to go get one of those two. If this is... If this is like, in hindsight, obviously, but let's say that this is deciding between uh, Deshaun Watson and Mitch Trubisky, right? That's a no-brainer. If that was the first and second-ranked quarterbacks in this draft, then yeah, you move up. Yeah. But I don't know if there's that kind of discrepancy between the two that you need to do that. Just again, just my opinion, what do I know? I wonder if like LZ, let's see. Um, let's see, NFL draft 
prospect grades. I know Lance grades a lot of these cats. Um, combine player participation, big board. Yeah, but see, I want like a tangible grade, like a A minus or a a 4.9 out of 5 or some shit like that. I want a tangible grade. And I don't know if that exists. NFL draft prospect grades. Let's see. Lance Zerline. There he goes. Lance Zerline. Let's see if he's done the Thank grades. Let's you. see. Conversations I'll remember that draft grades are nothing more than giving grades on tests that have to be taken. Uh, what was that? What was that? What was that? Yo! COTB! Chairman of the board, thank you, homie. That is two months you have been subscribed to this stupid-ass channel. Oh, Dick Willie, what's up? Dick Willie shared their watch streak three privately with you and the mods. That's what's up. I appreciate that, Dick Willie. Thank you, buddy. Um. Okay, so... What does Catfish put? Hold on. Uh, let me go back here. What did Catfish put in the chat? Um, let me see. Dick Willie, I mean, how can a team full of American MLB players can't beat their uh, border rivals? Also, I think there were more Mexican fans than USA fans at the game. Oh, yeah. True, true, true. Uh, which quarterback contract would you want? All right. This is a good question, Catfish. Let's see. Which quarterback contract would you want? Dak at $40 million a year. Cousins at thirty-five. Carr at 38, Danny Dimes at 40, or Jimmy G at 22 a year. Now, the question, Catfish, and this is a serious question. I need a I need a clarifier on that. Okay. Um, which team? Which team are we talking about? Right? Are we talking about the Texans? Are we talking about the Panthers? Are we talking about the Jets? Are we talking about um, you know, the Niners, I mean, which, which I, I think that matters, right? Like, I think knowing who, which team this would be for would matter because, because that would change my answer. I think some, uh, a team like the Jets, um, I think I'd rather have like a, a Dak Prescott 40 million a year. Because they're a lot closer. The Texans, I would have loved, 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 loved for them to get Jimmy G at $22 million a year. I'm a Jimmy G guy, but um, but I think, too, I, you know, if they didn't do any of that, I think I think Danny Dimes, is, I would that would be the last one on that list. If I were to rank those contracts with the players, um, I would go bottom to top. Worst on that board is by far Daniel Jones's contract. By far. Far. That's got to be the worst. Uh, and then I would go Cousins at 35. No, I'm sorry. I would go Carr at 38. So I'd go Danny Dimes at 40, Carr at 38, Cousins at 35, Dak at 40, and Jimmy G at 22 in that order. And the reason I like Dak, I know that's a ton of money, but you look at that Cowboys offense, man. It's been super productive under Dak Prescott. Even with his faults and interceptions and everything else, there's... Really not been a hotter or better offense in the last five years, save for Kansas City. Um, just when you look at the numbers he puts up. So, anyways, uh, this Danny Dollar slander is hurtful. I'm sorry, Todd. I know, buddy. 
Uh, it, and it's not that I hate the Giants, and it's not that I, I don't wish that on you guys. I wish you would have gotten a more team-friendly deal, but Daniel Jones is not the answer, bro. I, I just, I, I don't think he is. So, and yeah, I know that they have the out after two years. I get it, and it's not a ton of guaranteed money. I just wouldn't have done done that deal. I think if that's the case, then you could have gotten it for less, but the same amount of guaranteed money, right? What was the what was the guarantee on that? Like twenty six? What was Danny Dimes' uh, let's see, Daniel Jones contract? Uh Jones, according to Spot Track, a super slow website today for some reason. Uh, four year hundred and sixty million, thirty-six, including thirty-six six signing bonus, ninety-two guaranteed. My bad. Yeah. Ninety, so that's what a year. That's what I was thinking. Uh ninety-two divided by four. So twenty-three a year is what it breaks out to guaranteed. Now you can get out after the two years, but the thing is, um, Average salary of 40 in 23 Jones earned a base salary of 9.5 million, a signing bonus of 36. So that's the problem is that the guaranteed money is guaranteed money. So if you cut him after two years, you still have to pay that man $92 million for two years worth of work. That's ridiculous. So they're not going to cut him after two years. Uh, So they're going to carry him at least into year three. Otherwise, Gave him all that guaranteed money for two years. That would be really dumb. So he said the cap hit isn't bad, though. Yeah, but that's dumb money. Uh, dead cap in the first year is 82, and the cap hit is 21. Here, let me just share this. My bad. Uh, I always forget to show you guys. Show your work, Laminate. Show your work. There you go. So this is the point, right? You've got $82 million in dead cap money. 21 million as a cap hit. You got a 45 million dollar cap hit in 2024 and 63 million in dead money. That is a tough, tough year. And then you're out of it and you're like, okay, cool. But you still have that 18 million dollar cap hit. And not to mention, you would have given this dude 92 million dollars for two years worth of work. I don't, that ain't me. So um, yeah, I don't, I don't like it. Again, I'm not knocking it. I don't think he's a good quarterback. I think he's the worst quarterback on that list as well, but that's just me. So, uh, it's not a personal thing. I don't hate the Giants by any stress. Let's see. Kirk Cousins equals fake poser with more weapons than nearly any other team. All right. I'm not going to. Geno Smith's contract. No, thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. Uh, Todd, uh, who did Bauer sign with? Oh, Trevor Bauer just signed with the Yokohama Denia Bay Stars. Oh, wow. Uh, anyways, always show your work. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Teacher. There's another $10 million kicker in there later. Ooh, shit. For what? 82 over two. No, the, the guarantee is 92. Like that's the guarantee is 92. I mean, it says right there. Uh, well shit. I lost the window, but yeah, the guarantee is 92. So. Uh, All right, last thing on the list of sports headlines, and obviously we've talked about it already, but the Raiders have apparently filled a need and um, are going to sign Jimmy Garoppolo. That's what sources are saying. Uh, The deal that they're suggesting, Garoppolo and the Raiders have agreed to a three-year, 
$67.5 million deal, including $34 million guaranteed. I like that. I like that much better. Uh, let's see, spot track. Let's see if they got the Jimmy G deal up yet. Here at that. I got to remember to close my Chrome windows because, boy, that is a resource hog. Let's go to the home page. Uh, oh, man, March 13th. Look at all these deals that are coming in. Holy shish kebab. Look at this. Look at this, chat. Look at this. <clears throat> Chrome resize. Here you go. Look at all these deals that have come in. Um, so these are like March 12th. Now, this is mostly, yeah, this is all NFL, it looks like. Uh, but check this out. So you got, yeah, uh, they restructured Deshaun Watson's contract. That's one of the things. Um, Jonu Smith was traded from New England, so that's on the list. In fact, here, let me just... Uh, this is this so 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 this hold on. This is a list of some of the things that I wrote down. 49ers have gotten uh 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 what the what is his first name? Hargrave. Why am I blanking? J Javon Hargrave. And that's a big deal. That was like one of the top two or three, maybe top five free agents total. And then it goes to the Niners. So big, big deal for the Niners to get Hargrave. Uh, Eckler asks for a trade he wants out of San Diego. And quite frankly, I don't blame him. Um, he hasn't had that much luck. Uh, what's up, Poch? Good to see you, buddy. Are you my happy about Case Keenum coming home? Catfish wants to know. We'll, we'll get to that in just a second. Um, but uh, Travis Kelsey says he's coming back to the Eagles. They've also signed uh, a linebacker, Edwards. Well, I'm sorry. Their former linebacker is going to be joining the Bears. The Falcons have acquired in a trade. Uh, where was this at? Let's see here. Here's all the free agent signings. There's the trade. Uh, well, we just had it. Yeah. Jonas Smith tight end gets traded from New England to the Patriots. I don't want that. Go away. I said, go away. Back up. Damn it. There we go. Uh, Chris Lindstrom guard signed a five year, $105 million extension. Uh, Falcons signed a defensive tackle at three years, 35 minutes. So you can see there's a, been a ton of activity. Uh, the Broncos got their right tackle. Uh, five years, 87 million. There's the Hargrave signing. Cameron Sutton signed with the Lions. So there's been a ton, ton, ton of movement. Uh, New England got another corner. Where's this? Where's this? There you go, Juwan Taylor. Uh, big, big deal by the Chiefs. Uh, because remember, we talked about them losing a tackle. Well, they didn't give a shit. They made that up. Texans signed a running back, a backup running back, Mike Bone. Uh, but they also signed Case Keenum. Uh, there you go. Two-year deal. And then, where's the other? There was one more uh, right there. Broncos got Ben Powers. And, uh, yeah. So, Von Bell also signed. So, a ton of, of stuff going on, obviously, right? And I should probably pull up Texans sign Hassan Ridgeway. Okay. All I can think of is Devontae Adams kicking and throwing shit everywhere when they signed Jimmy G. Yeah, probably. Uh, Tunsil rumored to be on the trading blocks. Did I see something about that? I, I don't know. I mean, look, sometimes those rumors are not r legitimate. And here's why. Agents 
will start rumors for their their um uh their players, right? For example, the Austin Eckler rumor. Uh that may have what's up, Warzone Goat? That may have been started by Eckler's agent just to just to push the San Diego into doing something that maybe they weren't ready to do, like a deal or an extension or a restructuring in his favor. But then sometimes that'll be started uh, by other teams who will say like, oh, yeah, there's interest, you know, there's this, that. And then and then there's always, um, you know, the truth to the rumor. So it's tough to predict if the Texans are actually thinking about why did that go away? If the Texans are actually thinking about uh, trading Laramie Tunsil, I'll say this. They better get a haul. They're never going to get what they paid for it, obviously. But they better get a, a a really good haul for that guy. Because what they gave up to get him and the production they've gotten since, it's just been a disaster. And, and Laramie Tunsil, I mean, dude, he's a false start waiting to happen. He's still a really good serviceable tackle. I mean, he's probably still top 10 tackle, left tackle in the NFL. But he's nowhere n- worth near what they gave up to get him. So you're going to have to to make some strides. And the, the problem is, is this is a, such a bad offensive line that the Texans have. If you're thinking about bringing in a, a rookie quarterback, you're giving him no shot at all if you get rid of Laramie Tunsil and don't get better. Because for all of his penalty issues, Laramie Tunsil is still a, a pretty decent left tackle. So, yeah, that's that becomes a, a real bad problem. Uh, Evil Death, don't forget Chase Winovich. Oh. Dick Willie said Case Keenum and EJ Perry, good QB coaches for a rookie. Yeah, so let's talk about the Case Keenum signing for a second. I I I, I see people like, oh, this is this is good, and this is uh, you know what? It 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 doesn't matter. Um having that kind of guy in the locker room is good. Having that kind of guy, having a guy with experience like that is good in the film room, right? It's good in the quarterback room. But at the end of the day, um, would you rather learn from Case Keenum or would you rather learn, uh, you know, uh, I would, I would, <laughs> if Case Keenum was, was as, was good, he'd be a good teacher, right? I guess that's not fair to say. I don't know. I, I'm apathetic, really, to Case Keenum coming back to Houston. I, I, I really don't care. I don't think it makes a difference either way. If he sees the field, you're fucked. If he sees the field, hey, come on, number one pick. Let's go. If you're if your first-round pick of Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud or whoever they end up getting um, isn't starting, okay. I guess you're you're really tanking, right? And you're gonna let him get seasoning behind Case Keenum. I don't know. It just does nothing for me. It really doesn't move me. That's a great analogy, Alex Villanueva. Case Fitzpatrick. Although Ryan Fitzpatrick had better success, I feel like. Maybe I'm wrong on those numbers. I should look it up. Oh yeah, Hassan Ridgeway, defensive tackle, just signed uh for the Houston Texans. We got Von Bell on here, Josh Oliver, uh, Jermaine Pratt, Ben Powers, Andrew Beck, TJ Edwards. Let's see who else. Nick Gates, Juwan Taylor, Keenum Wiley, Andrew Wiley, tackle for the uh, commander signed. Dolphins signed a backup quarterback, heartthrob, Mike White, baby. Let's go. 
Got him for two years and sixteen million. Uh yeah. So I guess I should pull up like the who are the talking heads? Who are the who are the the breaking news guys? Let's see. Hey, what's up? Uh did I see Clarence in here? Oh, Clarence loves Case Keenum as a Viking. <laughs> he probably did. He probably did. Um, I'm exhausted. Nope, 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 nope. Uh, who are we looking for? We're looking for Adam Schefter. Adam Schefter. And we're looking for uh, Ian Rappaport. Ian Rappaport. And um, that's probably the two best. Um, so here we go. So Schefter, uh, bears are giving former bills linebacker, uh, Tremaine Edwards, a four year, 40, $72 million deal, 50 million guaranteed. It's the largest four year contract for an inside linebacker in the NFL. Let's do this. Um, I actually had a top 10 list for you guys. Let's see here. Hold on. Here we go. So what I can do. Hold on. <clears throat> um just for for shits and giggles because some of these i don't you know i don't know where where amongst the the rest that they rank but let's take for example so you've seen an inside linebacker tremaine edwards go to the bills four years right so we can come over here and this is a free agency ranking top tens Defensive tackle. Whoop. Yep. Um, so you can come over here and we can look at, for example, um, that's interior offensive line, defensive tackle, edge rusher, linebacker. So the Bills re-signed uh, the eighth overall free agent. Now, this is that, that overall that you see over there. That's their ranking for overall free agents. And I'm sure we can argue, uh, you know, who's what and where. Uh, but there you go. So. That would mean the Bills, um, that's what that, that's, that gives you an idea, right? So, former uh, 49ers defensive tackle, Hassan Ridgeway, is expected to sign a one-year deal um, that includes $3 million fully guaranteed. And his ranking, uh, he was, yeah, not even in the top 10. Ah, let's see. What are some of the other names that we've seen dropped here? Uh, Juwan Taylor reached an agreement on a four-year $80 million deal with the Chiefs. So, oh, yeah, that's the tackles. Let's see. Um, there you go, Juwan Taylor. Seventh pick of the, or seventh overall free agent. So this is what's cool is, like, you can see some of these, and it gives you an idea. Because once there's going to be some of these cats where you're like, I don't really, what does that mean to me, right? If Caleb McGarry get signed by somebody. What what does that actually mean? Well, according to this, he's the 17th best free agent in the NFL. That's what that means. Uh, so it's a good little mix. And here, I'll even post the links for you in the chat. So if you want to pull that up and take a gander. Hey, well, what's up, Sensei? Um, there's the link that I'm using for the rankings. And then obviously, we're just following along with Shefty and Ian Papaport. Let's see, where did that go? There we go. Let's see what Rappaport has. No one has been moved. No one has been more active than uh, the Bears. Big splash. The Bears are signing Tremaine Edmonds. Um, let's see. Boop, boop, boop. 
There we go. That's offensive line uh, tackle. Um, where did it go? There we go. Yeah. Uh, so that's the uh, that was the 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 Bills. That was the number eight overall pick that we discussed. Um, putting Justin Fields in a position to succeed, so they got a wide receiver. What they get? The Bears are recruiting their offensive line, signing former Titans guard Nate Davis to a three-year deal. Uh, let's see where he ranked. Interior Nate Davis was the third best tackle, thirty-seventh overall. So. Yeah, Bears proven themselves to uh, be players, uh, which I find is interesting because they are they moved out of that number one spot. They moved down a little bit. They got extra capital, and now they're signing a bunch of free agents. So it looks like the Bears are in a – actually playing this pretty smart, right? Like you look at it and you think, oh, uh, rebuild, and they're like, no, we're, we're being smart with our picks and we're being smart with our money. Uh, they're bolstering their offensive line, which they needed to do. Uh, it was a terrible, terrible offensive line last year. And um, they're, you know, they got a bunch of draft capital. And and you know what? In today's NFL, the best way to have any kind of sustained excellence is to have a balance between young guys that you bring into the rotation and uh, and then, um, you know, veteran guys that, that, that uh, can, you know, provide some stability while the young guys mature so what's up Drake? good to see you buddy memphis always plays them tough though not surprised at alex villanueva uh what did i see what did i go u of h got handled by memphis listen bro memphis if you didn't watch that last uh memphis game if you did then that should have been no surprise hardaway has that memphis team playing Play in. Uh, it was crazy, by the way. Oh, I'll wait. Um, Jenny's mom's going to join me at 315. I got to share something with her. But I'll wait to do that. Let's update. Uh, let's see if there's any more moves out there. Ian Rappaport. Um, a big splash bears signing Tremaine Edmonds, uh, front loaded four year deal, $72 million, 50 million guaranteed. Okay. Schefter six minutes ago, bears giving Tremaine Edmonds. Okay. So they're, yeah. All right. <clears throat> um, John McClain, the Texans have agreed to a two year deal for case Keenum. No gives a shit. Deal can't become official until the start of free agency on Wednesday. Um, yeah. Yeah, that one just really doesn't do anything for me. I mean, you know, it's a backup. Uh, Tony the Handsome said, no sasser, no net cutting. Yeah, I would agree with that. And and not having sasser mattered. But I, but it don't. I mean, you got to give Memphis their flowers, right? And I, I watched that game. I don't watch a ton of college basketball, but I did watch that Memphis U of H game the last time they played. You got to give Memphis their flowers, man. They came to play. Uh, And that's the one thing about U of H that they do better than most teams, right? They're gritty. They're dirty. They do the small things. They, you know, they care more about rebounding and defense than they do about points and, 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 uh, and, you know, their, their shots and and stuff like that. I mean, they got to make their shots obviously, but that's a team that does the small things and the, the, the unsexy things. And to say that Memphis wouldn't have beat them had they had Sasser, I think, is doing Memphis a disservice, especially if you watch the first game and or the game that they had previously. 
when they played each other. So I think it, but I do tend to agree with you, Tony. Uh, no sasser, no net cutting. Fortunately, uh, you've got a few days to try to get treatment on Sasser. I don't know. You know, the first round, you, you shouldn't necessarily need him. But as they start to get a little deeper, uh, it's going to become much more important that he gets back and healthy. So I, I don't know what that looks like, though. But there's a lot of teams that are banged up right now, right? I mean, several teams going into this uh, March Madness are having injury issues, apparently. I think it was Jay Billis that was talking about. I think, I think, um, let me look at my, uh, let me look at my bracket here. Cause I remember I had my bracket open when he talked about it. And I was like, oh, uh, it was Kansas and UCLA, uh, also having some injury issues. So we'll see how that plays out. They're on the same side of the bracket, at least Midwest and Mest on one side. Let's go ahead and look at that. Uh, since the brackets are out, if you didn't know, didn't hear. Um, what the frick? What the frick? Um, there you go. So Alabama, U of H, uh, Purdue and Kansas are your number one seeds. Alabama in the South, U of H in the Midwest, uh, Purdue in the East and Kansas in the West. And my thing is like, of all those number one seeds, I think Purdue might be the most overhyped, overrated, Purdue was a uh, juggernaut early, but boy, they they scuffled a little bit, and they had their fair share of problems as well. So, um, but U of H thirty one and three, best record in in basketball. But again, the injuries is going to be an issue. And listen, man, you know it's no guarantee um, that this team makes it to the final four, makes it to the finals. But are they the best team in the tournament? Win healthy? Yes, I, I do believe that. Although I think Alabama's really, really good. And if you watch those games, if you watch those games, um, you understand that Bama, Bama does the things kind of like what Memphis is, uh, did, right? Memphis and Bama do the things that U of H is good at. They hustle. They get rebounds. They play defense. But, I mean, Bama, you know, they're they're one of the better, and they're a young team, too. But, um, yeah, so it should be fun. It should be interesting. I'm really, I'm kind of excited. Hey, what's up, Eric? <laughs> Mr. Resendez, hello. Uh, I know Eric is here for the World Baseball Classic talk, and let's talk about Mexico beating the U.S. like uh, 158 to 3 or something. We can get to that, too. Uh, but I, I am, the only thing I'm really excited about in this, all this nonsense of college basketball, which I normally don't give a shit about, it's kind of interesting to see A&M and Texas on the same side, and they should have a chance to match up, which is kind of, it ain't football fun, but, you know, as an old Aggie fan, it, it's always good to play Texas. I think Texas will beat them, um, but that's kind of fun. Plus, U of H is over on that side of the bracket. Would it have been cool to maybe move Baylor over there? Yeah, um, but, you know, Baylor's in the uh, in the south. So, but otherwise, yeah, I, I, I think that's kind of cool that you could see those one of those two teams advance and end up playing U of H if they get that far. So fun times. There's your brackets. Uh, the first four play tomorrow. Yeah. 14th and 15th. I think are the first four games. So, uh, and then the brackets brackets will get going. Um, the 
14, 15, yeah, so the 16th and 17th is when uh, it'll officially kick off. And by the way, Deckheads, if if you are a Patreon member, uh, go into the Discord. I forget where I put it. Um, if you go into the Discord, also it's on Patreon, so you can just go to Patreon. I made a new post just for it. Uh, but I believe it was Alex. Was it Alex feeling away that had asked about it uh, on the uh, in the uh, fantasy and gambling channel? Yes, Alex Villanueva had asked, "Where's the link to fill out the BOD bracket?" I posted it. I tagged everybody. I put in the password and the link. So if you want to get in, uh, currently here's the. Li- oh no, that shows the password. I can't do. I can't show you that. Um, you almost had me. Uh, currently, we have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 teams, including yours truly, which is good. We had nine uh, uh, earlier today. So we got 13 teams. Uh, Jen, thank you for setting this up, by the way. And it's on ESPN. And uh, so if you're a Patreon member, go find the link. Go join. And the winner, the, the person that wins all of this, is going to get a $50 gift card to Kobo's. That's going to be pretty dope. So if you're out of town and you can't make it to Kobo's and like Brian Pettit's in uh, South Carolina, instead of a $50 gift card to Kobo's, uh, I'll send you a $50 Amazon gift card. So like Jim on sports, bro, if you're, you know, I know you're not here to enjoy Kobo's, but hell, $50 gift cards, a $50 gift card from Amazon. I thought about saying I'll give you a $50 gift card to your favorite barbecue spot. And I was like, nah, that's. That's too much damn work. So we'll just do, if you're not in Houston, uh, you get a um, you get an Amazon gift card. If you are in Houston, you get a Kobo's gift card. So speaking of Kobo's, April 1st, and I don't have anything flashy yet, and I, I don't even know if the invitations went out yet, but April 1st. <laughs> Save the date, bitches. Uh, April 1st, we are doing our first episode ever in the history of this show after damn near three years we finally got the people on board to make it happen we are doing our first ever deckhead uh watch party it is the vid watch party the very important deckhead watch party so everybody that's a member of patreon is going to get an invite with a plus one we're going to have door prizes and raffle and shit to give away i'm going to have gear from apollo media uh, I got Kobo throwing in some shit. I'm going to throw in some new swag. Plus, we got uh, cash. We've got all kinds of shit to give away. Uh, and we're working on sponsors being there for drinks. And we're just going to hang out and have a great time. So um, get the invite. Make sure you RSVP. Everybody gets to bring a plus one. And uh, and so, yeah, well, you RSVP and uh, we'll see you there. It'll be Kobo. Uh, it'll be at Kobo's Q or Kobo's Barbecue. Um, April 1st and it's a final four watch party. So hopefully we'll be watching the Cougs, but, uh, that'll be, that'll be there. Uh, Tony said, what day? Dre said, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Tony, it'll be April 1st. Uh, thank you, Posh. Thank you, CC. So yeah, April 1st, um, at Kobo's, I don't have an exact date, but now would be the best time for me to bring in the, the lady that's making all of this happen to begin with. The lady that's making it all possible, she's the one that's sending out the invites and everything else. And then joining me as she does every single Monday at 315, none other than the world famous Jenny is mom. Jenny, hello. (laughs) World famous? Okay. Of the world, Craig. (laughs) Of the world. I'm pretty excited about our watch party. 
Uh, me too. I'm very excited and about it. And I get it. to meet a lot of the Patreons. I'm excited yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, and we've decided uh, that we're calling the Patreon members from now on. Uh, they're VIDs, very important VIDs, deckheads. Very That's important the deckheads. so this is the a VID, VID watch party. Yeah. Well, I'll get to meet some of the VIDs. That's right. So we're gonna you have will. a lot of fun. Uh, what does it say? Roughnecks game has moved to the second. Oh, well, that's good, CC. So you won't be completely oh, sloshed when you show up. That's nice. <laughs> um, hey, good, CC. <laughs> yeah. So that's gonna be fun. Uh, it's gonna be a good yes. time. Hopefully, U of H is there. Uh, with the Sasser injury, I know that's a little scary for for you, but uh. Well, you know, I read the paper this morning, though. They said it wasn't quite as bad as they thought it was. So yeah. here's hoping. And if they don't play him in that first game, maybe, maybe yeah. he'll be, you know, better. But I'm excited about seeing AM play Texas. Well, yeah, know, that's going to be fun. I, I like that that's in well, that I bracket. I didn't offend anybody. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I'm, I love it. I'm I'm kind of, I'm with you. I, I think it's kind of cool that they're going to be in the same bracket. Oh, and, it'll and be that I. When I filled out my bracket, I'm not going to lie, I had uh, U of H and Texas uh, battling it out, and, out. And, and on that side of the bracket. So, you know, what the, I mean, what the hell do I know? I don't watch that much college basketball. But hey, I've been watching a lot of college games the last couple of weeks, but I, I'm going to do the bracket. I got your email. You're going to do gonna the bracket challenge? Okay. Yes, okay. Absolutely. Well, now, if you win. Hey, I'm going to win. You, know, you don't get it. You work here. <laughs> yes, I do. No. Hey, let's take a vote. How many think that I should win? If I win, I should get the gift card. Oh, what happened? We lost her. I don't know where'd she go. What? Oh, oh, oh yeah. You see, you think you, you, you can't just come in and act like you own this show and run it. You don't get to just pick what you want to do. Like, I think we should take a vote. I'm sorry. Did I say there was going to be a vote? Because I know oh, how they're going to vote already. They're all going to vote yes, of course. Well, did, they put, did you put me in timeout again? No, you're not in timeout. Well, you just made me disappear. Yeah, I could do that. I, that's super I easy. Know. Look, see that? Boom, gone. <laughs> I could do that anytime. Uh, Jenny is eligible. So no. Jim said the fix is in if you win. See, and that's the problem, Jenny. If you oh. win, it looks like it's fixed. It looks like it's a scam. You're just picking winners. That's not right. Have you never <laughs> read the back of anything that's like a contest and it always says um, oh, that's right. employees and family and are not eligible? Okay. We got to right. keep this I above guess. board, Jenny. Well, hey, I I, I did the, the um, last contest. So the fantasy football. Yeah, well, that's fantasy. That's different. Oh, okay. I mean, you wouldn't have, I wouldn't have gave you anything if you won anyways, but I, I knew you weren't, so it was fine. It was like, psst, hey, whatever. See, Super Bowl, Super Bowl squares is different. I college basketball. Okay, well, we'll yeah, see. Yeah, that's true. We'll get in, that's get in there. Let's see how you do. But, uh, yeah, Super Bowl squares is different. Fantasy. I tell you what, if by some chance I should win, we'll we'll have a drawing and give it away to one of the, one of the VIDs. Oh, yeah. Look at you. Now that's the spirit. See, Jen said if I can win, she can too. No, Jen, that's <laughs> not how this works. Thank you, Jen. No. Jen, you're Thank an employee, you. but you're not I family. Jen. No, Jenny. <laughs> Jenny is both an employee and family. That's two strikes. <laughs> yeah. Well, Doesn't happen okay. that way. Uh, I still okay. can't believe Virginia lost to a 16th seed team five years ago. That is crazy. That was, you oh, rarely yeah. see that. Uh, all right, Dr. Dran290 said, Barry on deck, pick one. 
Send Jenny's mom to a three-year cruise. <laughs> or allow her to participate in the NCAA bracket. Oh, okay. Hey, I like that. Boy, this now is such a, a this is such a <laughs> tough decision. Um, I kind of liked the round the world cruise. <laughs> I didn't say she couldn't participate. I just said she couldn't have the prize if she won. She gets she, bragging well, I, rights. I, I do, and I'll give it away. I'll give it away. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, that's the that's yeah. the spirit. Uh, who the hell cares what it looks like is not the truth. Uh, what does that mean? What? <laughs> Flip said, "Who the hell cares what it looks like is not the truth." I don't know what that means. Uh, Flip, what do you? What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> what? What the hell? Uh, let's see. Tell to- to- Dallas said, "Don't worry, I won't." Huh? Maybe he meant it doesn't matter what it looks like, but oh. but I wouldn't cheat. So, uh, no, you totally That's cheat. That's the truth. Stephen Weather guy said, oh. "Does she get paid?" I think she's a volunteer. I um, think so. <laughs> she gets paid in love. She gets paid in love go. and appreciation. Flowers? You gave me flowers. I did give her flowers the other you day, did just for just for being uh, just for being wonderful, a good mom. That's yeah, right. yeah, staying on top of shit. Uh, uh, right. Otherwise, what's Keeping up in your you life? On top of shit. Yeah, that's true too. That's a tough task. <laughs> what else is going on with you, mother? What's uh, what's the big? Re- I saw you got your kitchen remodeled. That looked good. Oh, um, I was so excited. Yeah, yes. and I'm I'm still on my diet. I lost twelve pounds. Look at you! Let's go. <laughs> My face looked thinner. I'm trying to get. Yeah, that's look. I, it looks thinner than mine. <laughs> Shit! I look at all this neck fat I got, dude. But by the way, neck fat totally hereditary. Thanks a lot, Jenny. Hey, it's kind of like that witness peak. Yeah, that bullshit. Look at that. Maybe I'm, these I'm, crooked fingers. I'm, oh, I'm gonna get those one day. Jesus, that, those those are my grandma's. What is that? Brother, you look like brace. you look like uh you look like either Michael Strahan. Or uh, no. um, Jason Pierre Paul after the fireworks incident. What? Hey, it's a new, it's a brace, and I'm thinking about you know maybe putting rhinestones on it and really kind of blinging it up. But oh my god! Anyway, don't I know I'm falling no. apart. Huh? Well, <laughs> I mean, apart. you know, you're you're 87, and that's gonna happen. I, so what? Oh my god! I'm not 87. What is wrong with what you? What happened? You're not. No. I'm just kidding. I'm no, a youngster. I, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna end up with crooked fingers, but you know, <laughs> it's, it's probably know. gonna be for something stupid. I don't know. Probably. But, so, so you yeah. said I asked you about those one day. I was like, "Well, does it hurt?" And you said sometimes it does because it's arthritis, right? That's why it, it yeah, looks like it's that. Arthritis. Yeah, that one hurts. Uh, and so they said, "Well, we can fuse it," which I'm, I don't think I want to do that. Or we'll just put you in the sterling silver brace. And I thought, "Ooh, sterling silver! That's like a ring." Just, oh yeah, let's draw more I attention to this a, fucking thing. I Crooked I ass roach leg. I need to bling it up some, you know, so it looked like a, a you know, a new style ring. I mean, something. I don't, I, if I had like, I don't think I would want something. Do they not have a flesh colored one that you could, they could put on you? Like they can't match it like teeth. You know, like when you go well, get no, a fucking tooth, they match well, they, it. It's like braces. They, they, they tighten it and keep, you know. Is that going to straighten it out or what? I have no idea. I think it's just a money grab myself. I was going to say, is this like one of those copper fit things? It's just bullshit that you see long late at night. It's like, ah, it's it's the power of copper. What the fuck? Like what? 
I lost it in the kitchen today, and I couldn't find it. You lost so your I, finger I, brace in the kitchen? Yes. I was looking. I looked through the garbage. I looked everywhere. I looked down in the garbage disposal. And it was on your finger the, the whole fucking thing. time. Or, uh, that's no, how, no, th- no, let no, me it. explain something to you, chat. This this will be my mother every day of my uh, my childhood. Where are my glasses at? I, where are my glasses? Son, I can't find my glasses. Where are they? I don't know where they went. Where have you guys seen my glasses at all? That's another thing. Uh, Mom, they're thing on your you forehead. Oh shit. I know. Yeah. That's another thing you inherited from me. Yeah. Absent mindedness, forgetfulness, and losing and shit, and all losing those. Shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're the worst about you're the worst about keys. It, oh God. Yeah. And Paul, Mr. Organize. I mean, I'm organized, but I, I'm not. He goes, now, honey. <laughs> If you would put them in the same place when every you come time. in every day, they would be there when you need them. And yeah. I'm like, well, what fun is that? Yeah, I want to <laughs> make this a hut. My favorite holiday was Easter, so this is great. That's right. Yeah, I Nora got I a little tray. Like, you don't have a hook. You. you don't have, like, a hook. So when you walk in from, you know, that, you know what you should do, Mom? <gasps> Great idea. Put a beeper on it. No. That's what I no. mean. No. I'm going to have, I wish I had a 3D printer. I would take a mold of your finger. And then I would. This I would, one? Yeah, I would print it <laughs> and then mount it to the wall. And that would be your key hook. Your little finger, your little, your crooked finger would be the key hook. It would be, you know. There yeah. you go. Yeah, it'd be cool. It would, make a, it would make a good one. It'd make a well, good hook. The chat is, they're like, I she do, has I Anthony Munoz's finger. Though. Huh? What? I said, I do do that now. I do put what? it in that drawer, like he said, most of the time. Okay. Now it's my phone I lose. You ever lose your phone? Uh, no, I never lose my phone. Uh, what do you? That's my whole life. That and my laptop. If I lost my phone or my laptop, I'd be fucked. Well, your sister <laughs> lost her phone yesterday. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, she's old too, so. I know. Um, oh, oh, wow. What? You're so in trouble. So, so, what made you? Uh, what made you remodel the house? Were you just ready to huff some paint? You were just like, you know no, what? I, I said, um, we're either going to update the house mm-hmm. or we're going to move. Okay. So we love where we live. It's close to you. It's close to Angie. We love our neighbors. You know, we like, so I decided that I was going to do some updating. So there you go. I'm doing it a little by little. But I there love my go. white cabinets. I thought they were very pretty. They're very pretty. You did a good job Makes doing all that. Makes me want to get in there and go cook. Well, <laughs> that's the, see guys, Paul's there's the secret. That. His favorite line when I go, honey, what do you think about this? Honey, what do you think about that? He'll go, whatever you think, darling. He's a smart man. That is a smart man. That is a smart man. If you're happy, I'm happy. Those are his two favorite lines. If you're happy, I'm happy. Well, that's a, (laughs) that's a smart man. See, when other guys said remodeling is the worst, I think it just depends. Oh, it is. They had it. They had our house with, you know, they had to put it all off with cellophane hanging drapes. And the smell was like, we walked around with masks and, but it's over. Um, Amos says, why do I keep picturing Jenny's brace falling out of a cereal box like a prize? <laughs> well, I mean, it would have probably been a lot cheaper. And of all the shit that's broken on you I, that needs a brace, the finger was the last thing that I would have picked. Well, it, 
I mean, your knees, yeah. ankles, back, like shoulder. Hey. You, you need to embrace hey, a lot of other different places. I just than got that. out of therapy from my shoulders now, boy. I can go oh, back look to at you. Now. Look at her. I know. I'm going to go back to swimming now. My shoulders are in good shape. Well, listen, uh, I just want the deckheads to know that you have been busting your ass for this watch party. And if, if all of the Patreon members do not show up in, <gasps> in full so force, she is going to have her feelings hurt. She's going to be mad and she's going to make a list. She's going to make a list and she's going to come on this show that following Monday and curse each one of you out individually and talk about your mom. That's what she's oh, going to do. I That's would never do that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I will be hurt though. If they don't show up, why are you going to have a lot of fun? <laughs> why are you, you could have just rolled with it. Okay, I'm coming after them. There you go. You're going to talk about shit about their moms. Their moms <laughs> calling them dumb whores. Um, oh, man. What? So, uh, Stephen, the other guy said, will Jenny be drunk? Are you going to be drinking, Mom? What's up, Jiggy Buckets? Thank you for the follow. Are you going to be drinking at the watch party, Mom? Are you going to be getting shit-faced? Uh, I know, but I, I may have a little wine. Oh, I, oh, I don't think they have wine at Kobo's. <laughs> oh, they um, do, The question is, the question is, I gave you, you know, this is the last thing, and then I'm going to let you go. I gave you the gummies that we had discussed a few weeks ago on this show. You said that you would take these gummies and then do the show while on a gummy. Um, but I brought you some in advance to experiment with and get the feel of it. How did it go? You haven't taken well, the that. Nighttime, the nighttime ones were great. Okay. Did you get high? But I... But I still have my daytime one because I didn't know when you wanted me to do it. Well, we will figure it out. We're getting a raid right now. Kyle King, buddy, thank you for the raid. All right, mother, I'm going to let you go. We're going to talk some sports. I appreciate you. I love you to death. Bye, everyone. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, that is Jenny's mom. And we have a big-ass raid coming in from Kyle King. Kyle, buddy, thank you for the raid, my friend. Uh, coming in on the raid. Who all is coming in on this raid? Kingsman, hello. Uh, say hi in the chat. Kyle King just subscribed. What? 12 months, he said. Here, bitch. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate you. Uh, this is dope. Awesome. Thank you for the raid. Um, how was the stream? I mean, I watched damn near half of it. Um, and, uh, yeah, let's you know, just a busy, uh, five hour stream on the Kyle King show. It was a lot. Yeah. And, and thanks a lot, Christopher Mina. You just, you come gallivanting in on the raid, huh? You couldn't, couldn't hang out with your boy. No, it's fine. I'm not jealous. I'm not bitter. Nah, it's uh, did you guys have a good stream? What'd y'all talk about? Did you, uh, was it all NFL? I mean, cause when I listened, it was a lot, but that's free agency. That's going to happen. So Mina is mine now. Suck it. Well, just another thing you've stolen from me, Kyle. That would be, you know, I would expect nothing less at this point. I would expect nothing less. Still, still all the deckheads, uh, still all my show stuff, still my gal, probably still my mom. Yeah, it's whatever. If Kyle starts having his mom, is your mom dead, Kyle? Cause it would be cool if it would be cool if she was dead, but it would be awesome if you had her on the show and she was, you know, like it was just her casket. Then you that could be your you'd be like, yeah, my mom joins my show too, and she's fucking. Rah! It was uh, full on NFL free agency. Yeah, 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 yeah. That would be that would that's a that's pretty much what the deal is. I mean, that's that's all we got today. Although, did I miss the Keenum welcome party? What's up, Miggy? Uh, no, I mean. I am team who gives a shit. 
It's, it means nothing. It, 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 the only reason that it matters is because, because it's Case Keenum and he played at U of H. Uh, Miss, thank you, buddy. I appreciate you. Chris Mina. Uh, Christopher Mina with the 50 bitties. Thank you. Miss on air with the 69. I like. Thank you, uh, my friends. I appreciate that. Um, Kyle. Uh, what does it say? Kyle. Wait, where'd it go? What the fuck? Kyle, what were your thoughts on uh, the Case Keenum thing? To me, the only reason that it matters to people is that he went to U of H and, um, you know, that he was here before. But I think if this is a Mike White or some bullshit like that, then nobody gives a shit. It's a backup quarterback. So I, I, I that's kind of how I feel. Um, that's kind of how I feel about, you know, um, backups so thanks for subbing here's to your mom dying i asked i don't know i asked if his mom was alive did you just say it would be cool if my mom was dead no no i said it would be cool if she was dead if you had her on the show anyways you gotta listen you gotta listen i hope kyle's mom isn't dead barry that was a little harsh you guys aren't listening i said it, 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 in the, the spirit of the bit of stealing all my shtick that if his mom was passed, it would be cool, funny, hilarious if he still had her on. Like, but just put like a picture of the, you know, casket or whatever. Okay, you guys are too fucking sensitive. Uh, he's a hometown hero guy. As long as they aren't bringing him to start, I don't care. See, I'm with you on that. I, it's just like, if this was their big plan, They'd be really fucked. But at this point, it's like, yeah, I don't care. But I'm glad, I'll say this, Kyle. I'm glad I'm not on uh, radio right now because that'll be half of the calls on Sports Talk Radio. I promise you. That'll be half of the calls on Sports Talk Radio. Hey, Case Keenum, right? Uh We're going to win a World Series. That's, no, that's really not either of those are accurate. Um Mark said, Barry don't give a fuck. He's made fun of my dead mom before. I mean, did I? I don't know. I feel like if I did, you probably deserved it. Uh, he said, fuck you, Kyle. I'm going to kill your mom. No, I didn't. Nope. No, nope. That's all words you put in my mouth. Uh, Kyle said he can have a job for life as long as he ain't brought in to be starter. There you go. Uh, Flip said, I mean, old people do die. Uh, I mean, that's what they do. You know? That's what that's what they do. Uh, that's not an untrue statement. Okay, uh, might win a World Series while Keenum plays QB in Houston. Okay, okay, uh, you got me there. Yeah, and Alex Villanueva said, "Yeah, for sure on the AM stations." Oh, yeah. And the crazy thing is, is all of the the signings that the Texans have had so far have, have been pretty much meaningless, at least for today. For the stuff that I saw, let's see. Where's my little winder at? As my as my dead grandma would say, does that make you feel better? Huh? Does that make you feel better? My grandma's dead. Oh, where's the transactions? Let's see. Hassan Ridgeway. Since then. Uh, no. Okay. Oh, so they got two. Yeah, two years, $6.25 million for Keenum. <sighs> Is that the only Texans ones? Oh, Chase Winovich, a defensive end. Uh, Hassan Ridgeway, defensive tackle. Andrew Beck, a fullback. 
Mike Boone, a running back, backup, obviously. Um, yeah, I mean, not a, not a whole lot to get excited about, but I guarantee you, oh, they'll be breaking all that shit down over on the AM dial. 100% breaking that down. Um, Mark G said, I don't remember what you said. It was over a year ago, but after you said it, I pointed out she was dead, and you told me it's still not off limits. Listen, Mark, I'm going to tell you that was probably either during a roast or I was drunk. And both of those are your fault. So, uh, Evil Dead said, Case Keenan reminds me of Bucky Richardson. Oh, nice pull there, buddy. Oh, good old Bucky Richardson. Backup quarterback for the Oilers in the 90s and former starting QB for the Texas A&M Aggies. Yes, indeed. Bucky Richardson. Yes. Goes down in uh, history as one of the... Okayest quarterbacks in AM uh lore. Dr. Drown 290 said breaking news, breaking news. Hey, breaking news. The World Series trophy will be at Kobo's on 329 from 630 to 730. State night, too. Let's go. Uh Dre said I'm gonna be there. Uh Jared Taylor said, sweet, just walked out of H E B and someone backed into my truck. Luckily, not too much damage, and the guy left a business card on my windshield. Well, first of all, that was nice of the guy to do that. Um, that does suck, though. That's the worst, because now you got to take time out of your day to go get that shit fixed. It sucks, bro. Such bullshit. I'm sorry, buddy. Uh, yeah, so I, I do have an announcement about this at um, this trophy thing. Saints fans don't like Keenum. Fact. All right, let's talk about this trophy thing at um, Kobo's real quick. I'm glad you brought it up, Dre. I was going to wait a little bit to announce this, but I was going to wait till the week of. But, so if you didn't know, uh, the World Series trophy will be at Kobo's, uh, Kobo's Q um, on March 29th. And he's like, you can't just show up and get pictures with it. They are raffling it off and it's based off of you eating and buying drinks and you get raffle tickets for a certain amount of money that you spend. And that's, uh, that's how they're doing it. But, but if you are a deckhead and you show up to Kobo's on March 29th, Wearing something Barry on deck related. It could be your keychain. It could be your bracelet. It could be a shirt, the beanie, um, you know, whatever. Uh, maybe you got a different Barry on deck shirt that you bought. If you show up to Kobo's Barbecue on March 29th during the raffle for tickets to uh, take pics with the authentic and real World Series trophy, Kobo is going to give you an extra raffle ticket. What? Let's go. So if you're already going to be there and you're already trying to get tickets to get a picture with the World Series trophy, why not wear something Barry on Deck related while you're there? Uh, get you an extra ticket and get yourself an extra chance to uh, to win. So there you go. And uh, shout out to my dude. Uh, Raul, shout out to Kobo for uh, mixing that in. I appreciate that uh, very much so. So I'm excited about the watch party we're doing April 1st. Uh, we're going to try to get a uh, sponsor to throw in some drinks or something like that, too. So it'll be pretty dope. Make it a necklace like Flavor Flav. No, you can't wear the mouse pad. 
That's not. Why the hell do I only have a mouse pad? I don't know, Wallace. I, I would have to look at that. You should have more than that, right? I don't, I, I, let me look. You got, send me something, a reminder on the Discord, and I'll take a look. I feel like you should have more than that. If not, um, maybe I'll, I'll get you a bracelet in the mail, uh, and then that way you'll have that. Alex Villanueva said, what, what time is the, are they raffling? I have no idea the details about that. I don't know. Uh, I'll just wear the sticker, Tony said. Now, no, take your koozie. If you, if you got a berry on deck koozie, take that. Wear the Christmas ornament as an earring. Now, you can always do that, too. But if you get a berry on deck koozie, maybe take your coffee mug, drink out of it, right? If you got a coffee mug, do that. Um, but, yeah, you just need something. Take your, uh, take your old school berry on deck koozie and, uh, wear, uh, and use that to drink out of. You just got to have something berry on deck related. Um, and, yeah, it can't be like the mouse pad. That's the one unfortunate thing. But, but message me, Wallace, and we'll get that rectified if not. No dubs. Christmas ornament as the earring doesn't work. No. All right, so there you go. Um, that is, what about the official Barry on Deck athletic supporter? I'm trying to think if I would actually do that. I wouldn't mind. Aren't we all athletic supporters? Isn't that why we're here? <laughs> Aren't we all supporters of athletics? Stable the mouse pad to your shirt. That would be pretty funny. Can I bring my BOD whiskey? Um, actually, I think that's a that's a pretty bad thing to do. I don't think you can take whiskey. You know that more than anybody, Mark. You work at a bar. You know TABC would lose their mind and he would lose his license. Now, let's talk about getting some Barry on Deck jock straps made. And I know that if I do this, you know, I'm also going to have to get sports brawls for the ladies. <laughs> Oh, my bad, Mark. Yeah, Mark said totally illegal. Used to work at a bar. What do you do now, Mark? Uh, I feel like I should know this, but I, I think I forgot. What, uh, what, are you, uh, what are you up to now? Did you see the little Mexican that won the Powerball? Nope, I did not, flipperoo. Uh, I did not. All right, so I guess wearing a BOD t-shirt inside of an Astros jersey and cap. What? Wearing a BOD t-shirt inside of an Astros jersey and a cap. Okay. Uh, but I guess you got to open it. Like, you you know, that's kind of the point. Is the, the whole point, which some of you are just going to game the system, but the whole point would be, you know, to spread the love, uh, spread the word about Barry on deck at the same time. But, you know, if you just want to wear it under your shirt and go, hey, look, I got something Barry on deck on, but I don't want anybody to see it, so I'm going to put my jersey back on. Yeah, I guess that counts. And, and enjoy your raffle ticket. Jesus. Uh, plan maintenance scheduler for loft and equipment. Nice. Generator repair and service company. I schedule the text. Oh, nice. So you got the office job. Good for you, buddy. Your mom would be proud. That's a callback. That's a callback. That's just a callback, okay? That's all that is. But no, that's a dope. That's a dope move, dude. That's a dope move. Do they still make jock straps? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In fact, uh, I used to have one when um, when I was training like Muay Thai and stuff because you still would wear a cup. Uh, yeah, that's dope. I, I, yeah, see, I thought I knew that, Mark, but for some reason, I don't know. I got a I got a bad memory and a lot of shit to remember, so. I guess that slipped my mind. 
Yeah, they still make jock straps though. Most people don't wear them anymore for some reason, but yeah, they still do. I hated them. Oh, I fucking hated wearing a cup back in the day. Even when you're like training and, and fighting and stuff like that, cups not comfortable. And I don't even have big, you know, junk. Still suck. I could imagine, you know, with the, trying to stuff it all in that one little ass cup. I'd wear a BOD sports bro. I know, right? I need one too, Donna. These big old titties, are you kidding me? I'd wear a BOD sports bra. Um, all right, let's see. I had a couple of other things. Spaltz related. So we got all of our NFL headlines. Shout out to Kyle King for the raid. Did we give Kyle a shout out in the chat, by the way? Um, we, I hope we did. I'm hoping one of my mods gave him a shout out. Um, where is it? Did they? I don't see it. Yes, good. Yes, Houston, hello. All right, good. Well, thank you guys for doing that. And Kyle, again, thank you for the raid. Tunsil to Chiefs is very nice. Um, see what I got, huh? It can be. I'm using it. Uh, haven't worked in bars for over 10 years. Oh. Can we talk John Morant strip club photos? Yes, we can do that. Definitely not. Joe Pro, what's up, Joe Pro? Good afternoon. Oh, we got to read this email, too. I'm glad you chimed in, uh, Joe Pro, because I got to read you guys the story of Joe Pro beating up two different people in the same day. Uh, it's a little scary. It's a little violent. Uh, but if you've ever worked in a job like that, uh, then you would understand it. Uh, Amos said I work up for boxing. Cup hit me in the balls more than a person ever. Had. Yeah, they're the worst. Now imagine, now imagine doing that in a combat sport where there's takedowns. That sucks a lot. Um, all right, so we're gonna do the Joe Pro story. I've got uh, stories from the road, uh, comedy related, and yes, we also do need to do the John ja Morant strip club picture photo thing <sighs> because. It's a, it's a, it's a little awkward to say the least. Um, uh, there's, there's no nudity here. Um, but I don't know if I really want to show the zoomed in one or not. I mean, I guess I can. You got them for the New York post, I guess. Oh, flip said pee break. Yeah. I kind of should go take a pee break. Uh, yo, Luke. <laughs> Thank you for the 100 bits. Uh, Luke said, where do you think Brandon Cooks will go and should the Browns trade for Hopkins? Good questions. Uh, B. Hannon, thank you for the 100 bits, buddy. Hotch. Thank you for the 69. I like. Uh, appreciate you for that. Pachi, he said that's for the nudity. Nice. Dre, thank you for the 100 bits. Yo. DJ Manny with the uh, shoe check. That one's easy. I got the Navy shirt. This is my shirt from Utah. It's, uh, it's like a Heather Navy. So I get to. Oh, shit. We got a hype train. Another one. Fuck, I got to do another shot. Um, so I busted out the J's. Uh, my 11s. You know, you got to match and match a little bit. So I got the 11s out. That's what we do. That's what we do. I don't, I don't roll these out very often, but I did today. So there you go. Oh, the train, you sons of bitches. You know, it's fine if we run it. Can we just not say run a train? Oh, yes. 
you guys make it so creepy? And I do a lot of creepy shit. What, what I don't need is people on the internet be like, oh, we ran a trade on Barry. Uh, not okay. I got to do another shot already. Shit. I'm glad there's no birthdays here. Um, but thank you guys for this hype train. That's the second one of those guys. Shit. You guys are the tits. I love you to death. Cheers, you damn dirty dickheads. What does that mean? Uh, no crossing swords, Kingsman. What happened? What what did I miss? What did I miss? Um what's a lot of ones? Pea break. What did I what did I miss? What's the deal with the Kingsman crossing swords? What did I uh did they do something? It's like the film session, but it's John Moran at the strip club. No, it's just gonna be a photo. What did I miss? Keep it clean. No crossing swords. Yeah, I'm so confused right now. Be handed. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> um, but Jim, thank you for the <laughs> I like. All right, here's the pictures of John ja Morant at the strip club. I don't know if I'm going to get in trouble for these, but if I do, I mean, I guess I do. It's whatever. Um, here we go. This is the two. So the first one is a zoomed out. I don't even know if we need to zoom in, to be quite honest with you. But here's old Ja. Ja, 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 Ja. Ja just... I don't know if he's having like some sort of existential crisis or if he just needs therapy. I don't know what's going on, but apparently everything you see around here, like you see my mouse moving on the screen, all that is money. All that is cashola. And that's a, that's actually a stripper in his lap. He's got his shirt off. Oh, it's a lot of ones. There we go. Now I understand. Thank you, Todd. Yes, it's a lot of ones. At first, I was like, what does he mean? Is he is this a binary joke? Um, can we talk about the poor security guard? <clears throat> I mean, look, you know what you sign up for if you're going to be work security at a strip club. I will say that I, they said that this room cost the guy like, what was it, 80K or some shit like that? Where's the... Here we go. Um, this see... Fifty thousand dollar. the The post from the or the the tweet from the New York Post was inside John Morant's fifty thousand dollar gun toting booty bender at a strip club. Which, look, first and foremost, okay, judge lest not you be judged. The man is a young millionaire athlete, presumably single. I don't know. Bro, let that man live his life. Let that man go to the titty bar and blow 80K if he wants to or 50K or whatever it was. Who gives a shit? It ain't your money. What are you worried about? It ain't your money. Now, now, if I got to listen to, you know, five, ten years down the road, if I got to listen to stories of, hey, man, I, I left I left because I got to feed my family. Uh, bitch, you, you don't get to use that excuse. Some athletes will. Oh, man, I don't know. Man. I got to feed my family. I got, I got, I got to take care of my family. Well... Maybe don't drop 50K at a strip club, and that would help. Um, so that kind of excuse goes out the window, right? If you've been conservative with your money and saving and all that shit, 
then I, I will entertain a millionaire telling me that they needed more money because they got to feed their family. But that excuse is gone for John Morant in the next uh, contract negotiation, period. Now, you know, what he's doing, look, let that man live his life. I, I don't honestly give a shit. Is that a waste of money? Oh, fuck yeah. It's a huge waste of money. He needs to leave Memphis. Nothing good comes out of there or Baton Rouge. Oh, now you're just trying to start fights. Security on Ja Warren's room greater than Epstein Island security. <laughs> uh, cops are dirty for taking the footage and then selling it to make money. Yeah, that was kind of shitty, too. I didn't even know that they could do that. Uh, like, I didn't know these. I mean, I guess they have cameras in all the rooms, but it's kind of creepy that, that that would get released. I think a lot of dudes might be like, well, I don't want to go to the club now, especially athletes. So it's a bad move, but I doubt that the club wanted it released. But once the cops get it, then it becomes a matter of public record. If it's an investigation in a crime, uh, that becomes public record in court. So I wonder if he got a happy ending. I mean, he's John Moran, bro. Of course he did. Are you kidding? Of course he did. Flimsy Cherry said he's helping small businesses. You know how many nurses he put through school with this? You know how much tuition is on that floor? Do you know how many lives John Morant saved by doing this? Let's just stop and think about it, public people. Nosy public people. Let's stop and think about John Morant. Nobody wants to, oh, the narrative is John Morant's a waste of money. Uh, bitch, John Morant just saved a ton of lives because all these nurses that have their titties out are now going to be able to pay their tuition, finish school, quit stripping, become full-time nurses, and save lives. John Morant, I salute you, sir. Thank you for caring about your community and your country. You're a good man, John Morant. The medical profession thanks you. Dre said no sex in the champagne room. I mean, Deshaun Watson wasted money on random massages. Uh, let me throw up my lunch and work. It's <laughs> easy. Uh, there's cameras in the VIP room. B. Hannon said shit. Yeah, bro. That's weird, right? Like, I didn't know that. I would assume there wouldn't be. I don't think I've ever. Oh, you know what? When I went to the strip club with uh, Pops, we weren't in the VIP room. We were in the VIP section, but I didn't even think to look around for cameras or anything. Uh, but it wasn't like that. Like, but what's the point of that? I mean, like, honestly, right? So... I mean, I, I, I don't get me wrong. I know what the point is, right? You got a VIP. It's all about getting chicks in there and privacy. And especially as a celebrity, you don't want to be out there. But just if you're a regular ass dude, I never understood the point of the VIP unless unless you're actually getting, you know, like a, a beach or something back there. But they'll do that in the parking lot a lot of times. So I don't know. It just seems it just seems like a huge waste of money. I've never in my life been in a VIP at a strip club or any club for that matter. It was just a dumbass waste of money. Unless you're a millionaire and you got it like John Morant, but I don't mind, but let's just 
I, let's just let's just point out a couple things, all right? Stephen, the weather guy's already pointed out that poor security guard that's in here that just has to watch this, right? You got a uh, you got the you got the stripper herself who is uh, diligent diligently hard at work right there. No pun intended. Can we talk about the food for a second? That's really what I wanna I wanna zoom in here uh, on the food. I, I want to know about the food spread right here. Um, because that certainly doesn't look like something a healthy athlete would eat. I mean, that's not a salad or anything like that. Uh, I don't, that's definitely some alcohol, maybe a Corona. I don't know, but like that's, that looks like three plates of the same thing. Now I don't, <clears throat> I don't know who else was in here with him, but I don't think he needed all that. I'm wondering if they're ordering it. I don't know. Um, I, I kind of want. I'm kind of curious as to what what was uh what was on the menu here. <coughs> DJ Maddie said hoagies and grinders. Men are creeps. It's to protect the girls. Oh, what the camera? Oh, Mimi, that's a good point. Mimi said it looks like pizza. Oh, maybe it is pizza. Maybe it is. That's a good point. Skin is all fucked up. Uh, in all honesty, Dre said, in all honesty, the bigger issue is the image that Ja is portraying to the younger kids that look up to him. Those kids uh, are impressionable. Yeah, but look, Dre, I'm I'm kind I, and and I'm torn on that. And it's a really, I mean, it's a honestly, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Cece said it's finger foods. <laughs> Damn it, Cece, I love you. Um, it's finger foods, titty foods, toe foods. Um, I mean, Dre, look, I, I, you're right. Okay, you're right. Kids do look up to him. But at the same time, I mean, it goes back to the old Charles Barkley thing. I'm not a role model and I'm not a hero. and You know, don't look up to me. Look up to your parents. Don't do as I do. And it's not John Morant's job to um, raise people's kids. And I, I know you know that. I think the bigger thing here is he didn't expect this to happen, right? I think John Morant would never do this in a public setting and display this for kids. This was leaked. This was um, footage that he never expected to go public. Now, you know, obviously kids look at that and they go, wow. But I, I guarantee you most kids aren't going to look at that and it throws off the course of their life. Now, what it might do is they might be like, oh, well, I want to be a basketball player or rich at least so I can throw all that money on a strip club floor like he did. Hashtag goals, which let's be honest. I think I'm changing my goals too. I want to be able to do that. That looks pretty fucking awesome. Uh, Wallace said it was on his Instagram live. That part, this part wasn't on his Instagram live, was it? I know the gun was, which is stupid. That's that's the bad part. This part I don't think was on his Instagram live, was it? Yeah, Evil I said this is without his permission. Yeah. But I mean like, Look, I feel like most of you guys are really good parents. Most of y'all have kids 
and you're really decent human beings and you care about your kids and you're trying to raise them right. And I think that when you do that, your kids look at this and go, wow, that's a lot of money and strippers and, and whatnot. But it doesn't materially change the course of their life or affect them. Now, is that the case in all kids? No. But I think if you're a good parent or if you've you know raised them right, so to speak, it's less of an issue. Now, is that, does that cover every kid? Absolutely not. Some kids are going to look at this and, and think this is the way you live life. This is how you treat women. This is what you do with money. Blah, on and on and on. But the bigger problem with that is it's not his fault. The parents should have already had that behavior, you know, set so that when they see this, they go, oh, good for him. Not the life I'm going to live. So, um, Flip said it's more poor kids. I disagree with that, Flip. I disagree with that. Here's why. And I don't have kids, so I, I you know, I'm not going to sit here and, and, and spit a bunch of parenting know-how at you guys because that would be like super hypocritical. What's up, Van Ham? I hope I said that right, but thank you for the follow, man. Much appreciated. Or lady. A man is universal here. So is the word bitch. We use the word bitch on everybody, so yeah. Um, but I appreciate the follow. But my thing is... Um, Being rich or poor has nothing to do with it, Flip. It has everything to do with parenting. There are good parents that don't have money. There are good there are terrible parents that are rich. So, if you don't raise your kids right, it doesn't matter what your socioeconomic status is. It matters how good or bad of a parent you've been to that child. Did you teach them right from wrong? Did you teach them about life? Did you teach them about money? Did you teach them how to treat women? Those are the lessons that they learn. And when they look at that, they use what they've been taught. It doesn't matter. A rich kid looks at that and goes, ha, 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 goals. Because he wasn't raised right. And a poor kid might look at that and be like, boy, he could invest that money. He could uh, feed the home. I mean, like, you know, it's just all about values. It has nothing to do with economic status. So uh, Mike Tyson is still my childhood hero, even though he got in trouble and went to prison. Soldier Field says just sneezed really hard and accidentally blew shit all over my pants. Well, and I'm I'm glad you're here, uh, Soldier Fields, because this is a great example of parenting gone wrong. You see, most of you show up, you come to this show, you leave a chat message. It's cordial. It's kind. It's funny. It's nice. It's relevant. It's, you know, it's on topic. Maybe it's a dissenting opinion or voice in the chat versus what we're talking about or my opinion in particular. And those are all okay. But occasionally, someone shows up in the chat whose parents have failed them. Whose parents didn't care about them, didn't love them. 
And so what they do is they leave messages like, man, I just sneezed really hard and accidentally blew shit all over my pants. Look how funny I am. I am so funny. My parents who didn't love me would be so proud right now. So, uh, Stephen, like I said, are we sure this isn't Wesley? Yeah, that's definitely not Wesley. Wesley's not a fucking idiot like that. Like, Wesley's not showing up to a show. Wesley will say some crazy shit, but he wouldn't do it as a troll. And uh, Wesley's would be way funnier. Like, that's not even funny. That's just fucking stupid. Like, that is the, that is the legitimate epitome of internet ignorance and just dumb shit. Like, at least if you're going to show up to a show that you don't give a fuck about and try to ruin it or derail it like you've done, the very least what you could have done, Soldier Fields, is make your stupid-ass parents proud and say something fucking funny or smart or entertaining. But the only shitty thing about that was the actual chat message. So. Yeah, who makes burners? Uh, Fucking stupid-ass people do, first of all. Yeah, Donna said, who is this person? I've never heard of him. Exactly. It's just a, you know, it's just sometimes you got to talk shit to a troll and make them feel like fucking idiots. Mm, So sometimes I do that. Uh, As someone, uh, as someone often poops themselves when I sneeze, I thought he was legit. (laughs) Damn it, CeCe. See, now that's, that's how you, that's how you make it funny. Anyways, I'll give you that fucking idiot enough attention. Um, all right. So there's the, uh, oh, oh, one more thing about the job. We're not just close. One more thing about this John Morant strip club thing. The thing, the, the, the big thing that nobody's bringing up, the big question that nobody is asking, the big, the big thing that, you know, the media won't talk about. I've not seen anybody bring it up. But the big question is, who who was in charge of spreading the money around? That's what I want to know. Who and, and how? How did you get the money into the club? Did you take it in in buckets or laundry bags or... I mean, the ATM surely didn't have that much money. Someone had to go get all of those ones, bring them into the club, take them to the VIP, and this isn't an instance where you just go, and throw it up, and it, you know, blue, 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 blue. No, you had to literally, like, go around like you're, like you're, you know, I don't know. Spreading out fertilizer. Maybe that's what this is. Maybe $1 bills are fertilizer for titty dancers. It makes them grow. Keeps them healthy. I don't know. But I have no idea. But that's my burning question in all of this. Not how much was it. Not why. I mean, I know the why. I don't care about the how much. What I really need to know more than anything besides what was the food on the table, which Mimi answered. Had to be pizza. Good job, Mimi. 
Who went and got all these ones? Where did they go to get them? And who spread them out? And why is there ones off in the corner where nobody's at? Look at my mouse, people. Nobody's over here. Why are there? Why is there so many ones on the floor over here? Like this area, no one is occupying this area. All of this money should be piled up over here on the right, ready to go. And then when she, you know, does her little twerky twerk and, and throws her whap in your face and all that, pops it and makes it clap and, you know, whatever, sprays on you. I don't know. Is that I think that's just cats. I don't know. Do strippers do that? I know a cat will spray you like, Psst, I own you now, right? Like a cat will come by, spray your couch, be like, that shit's mine. I don't know. Do strippers do that with athletes? Where John's just like, yeah, go, bitch. And she's like, all right, I own you now. And he's like, what the fuck was that? I don't know how that works. But I feel like all that money should be shifted over there so that when she does spray on him or whatever, you give her a little handful of money. Here you go. Also, it's all ones. And, and, And in and of itself, that sounds like it's not impressive, but hey, raise your hand in the chat if you have that many ones laying around. Yeah, that's what I thought. Unless you're a stripper. Unless you were there that night spraying on him, and then you do. I don't want a stripper spraying me. Well, I mean, it kind of does anyways. They kind of do, that because I don't know if you know this, uh, Potch, but stripper perfume is harder to get off than the dye they put in the bank bags that explode when robbers take it out. You know what I'm talking about? Like when I when like if you go rob a bank and they're you're like, put all the money in the bag, bitch. And they're like, oh my God, okay. And then they they put those fucking ink dyes in there, right? And then you leave, you get down the road, you open it up, poof, fucking purple dye goes everywhere. Stripper perfume, in fact, that's the base for that dye that banks use. First thing they do, they put a healthy dose of stripper perfume in there, and then they drop some food coloring in it. You ain't never getting all stripper perfume. Never. Yeah, Jim's right. Don't forget the glitter. Amen. 100%. You ain't never getting all stripper glitter and stripper perfume. Good luck. Good luck. But that's a that's a lot of that's a lot of money that somebody not him, but somebody had to go out and put out all over. And just for him right there, not even in the whole area. Cece said, never can wear cucumber melon ever again. Trey said, what's the, what's the most ones Cece has had at one time? Cece said, Dre, maybe like 2K on steak night. <laughs> Joe Pro said it's easier to get skunk off of you than stripper residue. That's a fact. That's a fact, Joe Pro. That is a fact. Speaking of stripper perfume, where's Ivan? Wow. Just putting his business out there, huh? All right. Um so so there's the that's the big burning questions, I think. And the whole John Morant thing. Now, next up on the agenda, now that Joe Pro is here. And back, uh, I want to talk to you guys about violence. Um, specifically, 
If you're on the Discord, then you know that, oh, man, I forgot to do that. Oh, well, it's too late. I, I found grades for everybody. Remember when I asked you, like, what is the player grades? Like, how far apart is Bryce Young from CJ Stroud? Can we, can we go back real quick to that? Since I have it up, I might as well, right? Uh, real quick, I asked you, like, really, what's the difference? Why would the Texans even be considering moving up? That's stupid. Because is there that big of a difference between whoever gets taken first, Bryce Young or CJ Stroud? Versus everybody else. Well, here you go. Bryce Young's grade according to this, which take it for what it's worth. This is pro football focuses grades. Bryce Young is a 91.5. Um, like Jalen Carter was a 92.3. Will Anderson was an 83.6. Right? So, so if Bryce Young was a 91.5, he gave Will Levi a 68.6. CJ Stroud was an 88.9. So again, that kind of helps answer the question. You can see the difference between Will Levi and CJ Stroud, but the difference between CJ Stroud and Bryce Young, not that much, because if you think about it, 88.9, I mean, you're, you're a point away, you're point one points away from an 89 and he's at 91.5. So two and a half points in the grading system. Not that much. So, again, that's why that goes back to my uh, point of the Texans would be dumb if they give up draft capital. These guys aren't that far apart. Now, is it somewhat luck of the draw? Absolutely. Every pick uh, is, is lucky in a sense that, yeah, you could absolutely get a bust. Maybe, maybe C.J. Stroud is the man and Bryce Young becomes Ryan Leaf. Or maybe it's Bryce Young that becomes... Uh, Peyton Manning and CJ Stroud is Ryan Lee. You just don't know, but you do your best. You do your due diligence, right? So, uh, Perry said, damn it, Truman, tell the Joe pro story. I got to go back to work. My bad. I also have my road stories. If you care about those, I have two, I had three stories from my trip to Fort Worth on Saturday that I will share with the masses. Uh, if you people give a shit. So here's the Joe Pro story. Producer Flip can tell him. What? Dave said, I keep a bottle of no-scent deer spray in the truck. There you go. I don't even notice the security. Um, Evil Dead said, should have used the strip club money to buy bits and send it to the VOD channel. That's what I'm talking about. Everybody give it up for Evil Dead. That's, that's the shit right there. Um, producer Flip. All right, here we go. Fire these stories off like ones from a money gun. Okay, everybody calm down. I'm getting to the stories. Let me find the email. Joe Pro emailed them to me. Oh, where are they? I meant to do these last week. Here we go. Gosh, February 9. That's a long time ago. All right, here you go. So these are the stories. If you missed it, uh, Joe Pro one day on the Discord was like, well, it's been a weird day. I've had to beat up two different people at work. And we were like, what? And this was during the third hour. Actually, that's what it was. It was during the third hour of of um, Barry on Deck last week. I do a private um, third hour once a week for Patreon members. And this was that. 
And that's when Joe Pro came in and was like, well, this has been weird. I've, you know, gotten two fights already at work. And uh, so he sent me the story. So I am going to read these unedited. Trigger warning, first of all, for some of you. This might be triggering. Uh, also, there's some detailed violence and uh, fecal matter story. So that was specifically for Donna. There's a warning. But I am going to read this in its entirety as written by the one and only Joe Pro. And this is the story that we learned about during the private hour, private third hour. Joe Pro came in and said, man, I'm in a two fights at work. I was like, ooh, I got to know. This is what he said. <clears throat> Dear Mr. Lavinac, you seem to be rolling along and filling yourself lately, and that's always good to see. Uh, the porch show with Westling was just as fun as expected. Wait a minute. Is this the wrong one? Yeah, this is the wrong one. Yeah, that's the wrong one. That's my bad. Joe Pro sends me nice messages, and I forgot to reply to that one. I'm such a dick. My bad, Joe Pro. I thought I replied to that. That's not even the one I'm supposed to be reading. Where's the fucking... Where's Joe Pro's message at? Here it is. Okay. Uh, There we go. All right. Dear Mr. Lamanek, first, I must acknowledge your correct assessment that I am not typically a violent man. I am not necessarily opposed to violence, but it can usually be anticipated and avoided. A decade ago, I realized it still hurts even if you win the fight. Amen to that. Yo, what's up, Papa Bane? I am uh, starting to read a story from Joe Pro. <laughs> um, about how he beat up two dudes at work. So here you go. All right. Yes, winning a fight can still hurt. Uh, let me set the stage. I am the electrician's foreman on a $60 million project to rebuild a Harvey flooded school. I have worked in one construction trade or another for 25 years. This is the sorriest, most poorly run, least coordinated, unsupervised shit show. Wait, it sounds like you're describing Barry on deck, Joe Pro. Uh, most unsupervised shit show I have ever heard about, much less been involved with. The schedule is unattainable and everyone's patience has worn thin. Yeah, this is definitely describing Barry on deck at this point, I believe. I am resisting the urge to put the general contractor on blast and give out the CEO's email address and turn the deckheads loose. No, we won't do that. As the foreman... I typically arrive 45 to 60 minutes ahead of the crew to walk the job, get things unlocked, etc. Now, here's where it gets interesting. I walked into the first of six electric rooms and caught a guy smoking a joint and Mrs. Donna, please cover your ears. We'll let you know when to come back. I caught him smoking a joint and shitting in the corner. What? He was shitting in the corner. It says, as he tried to stand up, I front kicked him in the chest and he fell into his own pile of shit. <laughs> Then I proceeded to stomp him into a puddle. 
I lost my temper. He definitely has at least a broken arm and some internal injuries. He needed help getting off the job. My next step was to call the general contractor superintendent and told him where to find the broken asshole. Not like his actual asshole, like as a whole, he's an asshole. He was stunned and clueless on how to proceed. All of this took place before daylight, before I ever finished my second cup of coffee. Last Thursday, we got a permanent electricity going on the job, and I called a meeting to warn all of the other trade foremen to let their crews know to stay out of electric rooms and to keep their hands off of any circuit breakers, there would be serious repercussions if anyone was caught messing with my electricity. Rightfully so. That is very dangerous. He put, if one of my guys is working on a circuit and some asshole starts flipping breakers on because their extension cord's a piece of shit, that's how electricians get hurt or killed. I have zero tolerance for that nonsense, and I made it clear I would not forgive it. At 9 a.m., I was making my rounds and caught an idiot turning on circuits that had nothing to do with him. And he could have easily gotten one of my guys hurt. I yelled at him. He kept messing with circuit breakers. I broke his face with a pair of pliers. Jesus. I tied his hands Behind, uh, where'd it go? Shit, I lost. I tied his hands behind his back with scrap wire. (laughs) And called the general contractor again and explained where to find the problem. I am not too concerned about legal repercussions against me. Workers here, uh, workers here illegally and the contractors that employ them seldom want the authorities to get involved. These two assholes just quietly disappeared off the job, but the rumors have been flying around about the long-haired electrician boss. Quote, don't fuck with that dude. He has blood and shit on his boots. Fucking <laughs> That's crazy. Joe Bro added, let me be 100% clear. I don't have a racist or hateful bone in my body. I fully empathize with anyone that comes to this country legally or illegally to make a better life for themselves and their families. I would do the same thing myself. That's how all of my ancestors got here too. I have no problem with the, with the working folks. I get it. I do have a problem with the employers that exploit and take advantage of immigrants in society that allows that exploitation for the sake of cheaper goods and services. My loyalty is first to my boys and my crew working their asses off for me. Second to my boss that pays me well to handle this nonsense. My job is to keep everybody safe, productive, and profitable. If there's motherfuckers, if these motherfuckers want to fuck around, they're about to find out. The next escalation might involve taking a flamethrower. Of course, I own a flamethrower, he adds. To the Porta Johns that are be that aren't being maintained properly. <laughs> Bro, you gotta burn those down. Um, the following escalation will likely involve a bulldozer pushing the general contactor's trailer into the middle of the highway. If I end up on the nightly news, you heard it here first. 
I love you and most of the deckheads. See you on the show. <laughs> Fucking Joe Pro is gangster as fuck. Dude, ladies and gentlemen, when you finally, if you finally get to meet the one and only Joseph Prosif, don't fuck with him. Like, well, first of all, if you've seen the picture, Cisco uh, <laughs> said Joe Pro is country John Wick. <laughs> country John Wick is so great, Cisco. That's outstanding. Oh, my God. Steven, the weather guy said, is this a Quentin Tarantino movie? Well done, Steven. Oh, my God. That is so funny. Uh, smoking a J and shitting at the same time is impressive. Yeah, but that's a that's an asshole thing to do, bro. Like, why are you shitting right there where people got to work and be? Oh, my God. It's so funny. Um, where was this at? Uh, what does that say? I play the CEO. Done. He gone. Who's gone? What happened? What what happened? Who's gone? Joe Pro messages self-destruct. Oh, yeah, they should. Uh, bro, I hurt my collarbone coughing this morning. Oh, that sucks. This is because I love how Joe Pro so proper and so country as well. Yeah, 100%. Um. <laughs> Where to go? Where to go? Um, damn! I only ever once broke a guy's face at work after he threw a solid glass beer mug at me. After I cut him off. Oof. Usually I just choke him fucker out. Well, Joe Pro's my new favorite person. <laughs> I got five dollars on Joe Co- Joe Pro's commissary. Okay. Yep. What a story. Well done. I just put people through tables. Uh, I need. I may need definitely Joe Pro as a bodyguard. Yep. Um, Joe Pro's regulating. Can we please turn this into a play? <laughs> what would we call the play? FAFO? Fuck around, find out. I need a shirt that says, I'm Joe Pro's wine guy. Oh, nice. Thanks for sharing, Joe Pro. Yeah, I would watch that movie. 100%. All right. So well done, Joe Pro. Um, he wanted to, he was going to come on and tell the story, but quite honestly, I, I'm still hesitant to open up that Pandora's box. If I let one deckhead come on and tell stories, then I've got to let everybody. And I'm just not prepared to open that. Oh, damn. <laughs> Two amazing titles for this play or this movie. First of all, CC recommends Shit's Crick. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. That is outstanding, Cece. Not to be outdone. Steven, the weather guy, checks in with the electrician. Oh, Steven. That is so good. Uh, (laughs) Alan Dixon has Joe Pro Rambo. I think we should call it Joe Prambo. Just like, oh, we'll just like, we'll, we'll mix in the Rambo. With the Joe Pro. So it'd be Joe Prambo. I like that. Uh, Jim on Sports' name would be shitting on company time. A BOD stage presentation. <laughs> oh my God, that's outstanding. I'm not proud of it, but I can't guarantee I would do anything different. Well, 
This is how Jesus made you, Joe Pro. You got to be you. Mark said, I have a lot of stories, only one involving myself that comes close to this. I have plenty involving coworkers and customers. Yeah, Mark, you, you're that's, there's a few guys that I wouldn't fight. Mark would be one of them. You can tell Mark is like a, 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 a not like a violent guy in the way where it's like um, a bully or a, a, yeah, like that, but just like a guy that's just a tough son of a bitch. I saw a, a, a picture or a video of a dude. Did, did somebody tag me that on Twitter? Some dude got beat up by like four different people. Was it was it you, Uzi? No, Uzi sent me the John Morant one. I don't know where it was, but some dude was getting like jumped by like four dudes. And I mean, I guess I could do I could do it as a film session, but I think the big question was like, this dude got up. It was crazy. Um, I smell a Tony. So that was a shitting on the goddamn corner smoking dope. Oh, oh, total Dallas. Bring it home. Let's go. Well done. Well done, total Dallas. All my stories in the same. She drank and then went night night. <laughs> Mark said had one bar back get fired after he lost his cool, broke a pool cue, and was chasing customers with it. Oh Lord. Yeah, you can't, you can't do that. Uh, that's hilarious. All right. So there's Joe pro stories. We got 30 minutes left. I'm gonna give you guys my stories now. I'll tell you right now, chat. I don't know that my stories can match Joe pros today. They're feeble. This is a fool's errand to try to follow up Joe pro as a professional comedian. I know better normally than to, uh, try to go up. After someone sets the room on fire in a good way and <laughs> try to match that energy, you just can't. A lot of times what you learn as a comic, if someone goes up before you and just absolutely murders, you don't try to go up and, and replicate that or duplicate that. You go up and acknowledge it and you reset the room. And that is what I'm doing right now. Can we all first acknowledge the greatness of Joe Pro's story? I don't condone everything that was read. I can't. I don't condone it. I understand it. But I don't condone it. However, I think we can all acknowledge um, the greatness of the endeavor overall. So that said, um, we will now take this show in a slightly different direction, maybe a little less violent. Um, but with some controversy, chef Clarence kiss. Nice. I need a BOD stage production crew t-shirt. That would be badass. That would be badass. Did those people know Joe pro fights wild hogs? Yeah, exactly. Alan, right? Why are you fucking with a country ass dude that keeps a gun on his hip? Also, this is definitely not Joe pro. So I just want to point that out. Joe pro is Joe pro, but the guy in the chat, Definitely not Joe Pro. Joe Pro has already won the next season of The Ultimate Fighter. <laughs> Legend. Legend. All right, so here's my stories. I got to go back and look what I told you guys. See, this is why part of the reason why I posted them on the Discord, obviously, was to get you guys excited about the show. Like, oh, well, I was going to skip it on Monday, but now I want to hear the stories, right? 
just in case, because some of you do skip it. I mean, look, we got 104, 103 Patreon members. Not all of y'all show up every day. And that's okay. I'm not I'm not sad or any of that. I'm just saying, like, I was trying to, you know, do my job as a as someone that's trying to not necessarily put butts in seats, but eyes on screens. How about that? So that was the um that was the the tease. The story. I'm pulling them up right now. Hold on. Um, I got to look at my notes here. Okay. Road stories. Let's start with another gas station. Fuck up on my part. Now, if you remember last time I was in El Paso, um, I turned the pump on and I went inside to get some shit with diet Coke and some snacky snacks. And you know, normally when you, when you pump gas, you put the thing in and you click the, the, the automatic shut off when it gets full shuts it off. You'll recall that story. The automatic shutoff wasn't on. It wasn't working. And so I was inside for, you know, seemingly three, four, five minutes while gas is just pouring out of my car and onto the onto the, the concrete. So that was my last gas station fuck up. Well, this time, <laughs> not as bad, but... Uh, I find a, a QT, shout out to Chris Reyes, my my fellow uh, quick trip QT brethren. <laughs> Fuck Bucky's. As a staff record label and as a crew. Um, I go to QT when I leave town uh, because they've got good coffee, a plethora of snack options, and gas. And it's cheaper than Bucky's. So I go to the QT and... Um, I, I, I pull into the gas pump and I'm like, well, okay, so I'm going to go in and I'm going to get coffee. I'm going to get me some snacks and then I'll pay cash because I had some cash on me. I'll pay cash for gas. Cool. So go in, I get my snacks. I pay separate with a credit card. Uh, and then I say, I need 25 bucks. Let me, I, I forgot what pump it is. Let me look. And I look, and I don't know why. In my head, I had pump number nine. I don't know why that is. Um, clearly, the number above my car said two. Clearly. So in my head, before I looked, I thought I was at pump number nine because the pumps behind me were 10 and 11. So I thought I went 8, 9, 10, 11. So I look at the number two and I go back to the counter where I've given the man 25 U.S. American dollars. And I look him in the eyes and I go, pump nine. That's it. He gives me my receipt. I take my snacks. I go out to the car. I flip on the pump, put it in the thing, push the button. Nothing. Why isn't this working? Nothing. What is going on? Nothing. Fuck. I told the dude, pump nine, even though I knew I looked at it and saw the two in my head, I was thinking nine. That's what I said. It didn't register. My mind was elsewhere. Shit. He put it on the wrong pump. No big deal. I'll just go back in and tell him to switch it. So I go back inside. And I 
get the guy's attention. Hey, hey, but hey, yeah, you know, I just I paid the the twenty five bucks for gas. Yeah, um, I I think I told you the wrong number. I don't know why I said pump nine, but it was it was pump two. He goes, ah, okay, bet. Somebody already pumped your gas, bro. I was like, I'm sorry, what? He goes, oh, somebody just got $25 worth of gas at pump nine and left. I'm sorry. Are you you suggesting that? Are you suggesting I'm not going to get my gas? He's like, yeah, bro, you... You said pump nine. You gave me 25 bucks. I put the 25. I put in pump nine. Somebody pumped 25 bucks of gas. They're not there no more. I was like, well, that I I turned into an old white man like that, like that. As soon as he said, yeah, they pumped it and left. I went, well, that is thievery. Are we going to call the cops? He was like, no. I was like, oh, we're not going to call the cops. No. Yo, uh, who was that? Hey, Van Ham, thank you for the follow. Much appreciated. Well, what are we going to do? I paid for the gas. I didn't get my gas. He goes, your your gas went to the number you gave me. I was, and now, I wonder, there was like, I don't know, 12 people in line. Fuck you, Dre. This would have never happened at Bucky's. Yeah, it would have. So I'm like, uh, bro, I paid for something that I didn't get. I want my gas. And he was like, uh, bro, you told me that. Uh, hold on. Before you don't mock me. How dare you mock me, sir? He was like, bro, I'm just telling you. You gave me 25 bucks on nine. I put 25 on nine. Somebody used it. That's not my fault. And I switched from being an old white man. I turned into an old white lady. I did. I did. I'm not proud of it. And I had to utter those words. I did, Total Dallas. I had to utter the words, I want to speak to a manager now. I made this motherfucker go get a manager. And I was not proud of it. I was maybe the only white dude in the store at the time. <sighs> and he comes in and I'm, I'm wait. They make me wait, of course. And I'm like, he goes, yes, sir. How can I help you? And I was like, well, let me explain what happened. So I tell him the story. I say, I want to, I, you know, I need the gas. I go back, I go back out and I look, I see that it's number two. I don't know why, sir. I came in and said number nine, even though I had seen that it was number two. I don't know why. I don't know. I don't know, but I did. I gave the wrong number. Okay. I gave the wrong number. And that man right there is now telling me, and he mocked me by the way, but he's now telling me my gas is gone. He goes, how much was it? 25 U.S. American dollars. And do you know what this man, this manager of this quick trip said to me? Oh, 
25? You're worried about that? Bitch, it's my money. Yes, I'm worried about it. He goes, oh, well, whatever. What, what is the pump number? And I was like, I'm sorry. He goes, yeah, I'll just give you the fucking 25, bro. What's the pump number? And now I'm like, oh, see, this guy is just like, fuck it. 25 bucks. Not a big deal. What's up, Asbe? Uh, that's a unit you could throw on the rockets. <laughs> uh, yeah, he goes, um, 25 bucks. I go, yeah. He goes, yeah, I got you, fam. Um, <clears throat> what's the pump number? <laughs> no total Dallas. I did not say number nine, but he goes, yeah, 25 bucks. What's the pump number? And I, and I went back and I double checked and I was like, all right, it's definitely two. And I walked back in and I was like, yeah, it, it's pump two. And this man types into the register and he looks up and goes, Are you sure? And my blood boiled. I wanted to punch this motherfucking nice man in the face. Like, bro, you I get it. You're giving me my money. Okay? I get it. I fucked up. I get it. But you didn't have to hit me with the fucking are you sure? Okay? I know I fucked up. I told you pump nine. It was pump two. I fucking get it. I, that's my bad. I'm old. I'm senile. I say weird shit. I don't know why I do that. But you didn't have to fucking hit me with that cold ass. It wasn't even like, ha, you sure? I was just fucking with you. Okay. Have a good day, Karen. <laughs> All right. No, no, no. He hit me with a fucking... Are you sure? And it was at that moment. It was at that moment that I couldn't do anything. I wanted to, I wanted to go all Joe pro on this motherfucker, kick him in the chest, tie up his hands, which is also by the way, kidnapping Joe pro. But anyways, I wanted to go all fucking, but if I did, he wasn't going to give me my gas. So I just had to fucking eat it. I had to eat it. I had to take it. Oh, it stung. Oh, it hurt so bad. Hit me with that. 25, pump two. Are you sure? This is what I did. As soon as he goes, are you sure? I go. I fucking triple checked. I. Yeah. That's all I could do. That's all I could do. All I could do. And he goes, all right, you're good to go. Have a good day. And I, I hung my head and I, I walked outside and I, I got my gas and I drove off. And I'll, I'll never, ever, ever go to that quick trip again because I know somewhere, just like John Miranda the strip club, I'm on video looking like a fucking idiot. It was so sad. Uh, so sad. Um, <laughs> total thousand. Mm, yum, yum, yum. Swallow that pride. Oh, it hurt so bad to not sit there and argue. 
That's exactly what I did, Trey. Trey said, get the hell out of there. Yeah, I did. I just, I was like, thank you. And then I left. Now, later on, uh, oh, no, I'm not done. Not done. Not done. Not done, Tidal Wave. No, no, no. That was the beginning of the trip home. Now, the next part, fortunately, doesn't really involve me. Yes, yeah, Stephen Weather Guy, never admit you're wrong. That is me, 100%. Oh, oh, 100%. So now I'm driving and I'm hungry. And I'm like, man, you know what? I'll stop at the next place I see. And that happened to be McDonald's. So I pull in. I got the McDonald's app. And I'm like, I'm going to go inside, wash my hands. It's whatever, whatever. I'm inside. Um, I place my order. I go wash my hands. And uh, I'm no, I'm sorry. I don't place my order. I go inside and um, I go wash my hands. I come back out and I'm ready. You know, they got those screens now where you can type your shit in. And I have the <clears throat> McDonald's app on my phone for the points or whatever, especially being on the road. So I'm like, all right. Do y'all, can I do the app and get the things and do y'all have the breakfast? And the lady goes, well, uh, if you want breakfast, you're going to have to come to the register. And I was like, all right, well, let me just see if I want breakfast or if I want lunch. So I'm looking at the screen and I'm kind of debating, which I don't know why. Like, it's all the same shit. There's a, there was an old comedian that did that. Like, why do people have to look? It's the same menu on both sides. It's never changes. Um, but while I'm doing that, while I'm looking at this little kiosk thing, this man walks in and he goes, yeah, uh, I was just in the drive through and I ordered, uh, I think, I don't know what he said. Like, I ordered like a 20 piece nugget and, uh, this and a that, and they gave me $2 in change. And she goes, okay. He goes, there's no way that, that that was $18. And she was like, oh, uh, I don't know. He was like, yeah, I need to talk to somebody because this is bullshit. So she goes to the back, you know, like by the drive through. And, and, and this is kind of an older black man. And he's like, he's watching and he's looking back. And he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell them all to stop talking and pay attention and maybe they wouldn't fuck up people's money. And I was like, what the fuck? What? Like, I mean, it went from zero to a hundred just like that. And I was like, God, because I'm looking at the screen. I was kind of like half listening, you know, because he came in. He was all tired looking and shit. And he was like, you know, they fucked up my change. And I was like, oh, you know, it's whatever. It's McDonald's. But then he's watching. He's like, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Get them to stop talking and pay attention. Yeah. And maybe they wouldn't fuck up people's money. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, oh, oh. And I just stopped fucking doing an order. I was like, mm, no, I'm about to get this shit. Oh, hell. So I've got my phone, right? Because I'm like, oh, please. Let him sass the wrong McDonald's worker and a fight happen. I will go viral. I will be famous. God damn it. All this time, I thought one of my videos would be the viral one, but no. <laughs> Cece said, Barry's like, is that what I sound like? <laughs> that would be some shit I would do, Cece. 
So a manager comes up and she's like, how am I help you, sir? And now he's got to tell the story again, which pisses him off. He's like, well, for the second motherfucking time, I was like, oh, login video. <laughs> oh, oh, this is going to be outstanding for the second motherfucking time. I'm in the drive-thru, and this is what I ordered, and that stupid-ass chick at the window gave me $2. She's like, first of all, sir, you don't need to cuss. I was like, oh, this is definitely happening now. And I got my finger ready. I'm ready to hit fucking record. I'm like, soon as soon as she comes out from behind that counter, it's on. I don't need all this, I don't need all this fucking precursor. I don't need the origin story. I just need the fight. She says, first of all, you don't need to curse. I will resolve this for you, but we will do so without being disrespectful. I put my phone up. I'm like, fuck, she's not going to fight this dude. It's bullshit. He's like, well, whatever. I want my money. And she goes, well, tell me what happened. And she's, and he said, well, this is what I ordered. I ordered this and I ordered this and I ordered this. And all they gave me back was $2. There ain't no damn way. They don't even know how to count. They just, they gave me $2. And she goes, okay, so you had this. He goes, yep. She rings that up. And you had this? Yep. And what else did you have? He goes, and this and that. And she's like, mm-hmm, okay. Boop, boop, boop. She rings it up. Print. So you had that, that, and that. Uh-huh. Well, that total comes out to um $17 and blah, blah, blah cents. So your change will be $2 and 13 cents. He goes, ain't no damn way that that shit cost that much money. And she goes, excuse me. He goes, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to curse. See, now I knew I was like, Oh, you done fucked up now. Yeah. 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 You fucked up coming in there spouting off bullshit when you knew you were wrong. And that's when I realized this is me at the gas station. Fuck. This is what I look like at the gas station. I'm the one that fucked it up. I'm the idiot. But here I am asking for the manager to fix some shit that I fucked up. And he's like, let me see that damn paper. Let me see that receipt. She's like, I swear to you. She goes, I'm going to hand this to you, but you're not going to snatch it from me. <laughs> and I thought, this is why I love black women. They don't give a fuck. She said, I'm, I'm going to hand this to you, but you're not going to snatch it from me. He goes, okay, okay. She hands it to him and he takes it. He goes, <clears throat> 20 piece, $6.99. How much is tax? <laughs> you know he knows he's fucked up. Like, you know he already knows. Look, I, I, I've lost. I lost this. He was just doing math in his head. He's like, well, when did y'all raise the prices on everything? She was like, uh, during COVID? He was like, mm. <clears throat> well, they still need to stop talking so much. And, walk, <laughs> and walked out. And I was just like, yo, what the fuck? Is, what the fuck? Like, bro, you, you totally, totally screwed all that up. But what I, I loved and respected was how calm that lady was behind that counter. Mm -mm. No, you're not. You're not gonna cuss at me, sir. You're not gonna cuss. We're gonna no. No, no. You're not gonna cuss at me. It's like all right, but when she hit that motherfucker with the, 
I'm going to give you this receipt, but you're not going to snatch it from me. I thought, damn, damn. <laughs> As they said, yeah, he thought burgers were like 10 cents back in the day. Yeah, I don't know what he did. I, I, <laughs> but I was just like, oh, I feel this so much. This is like, this is the McDonald's equivalent of a guy going in and say 25 on pump nine, but he's on pump two. And then somebody at pump nine gets $25 worth of free gas. And then he's like, where's my fucking gas? And they're like, uh, sir, you said pump nine, you messed that up. So I was just like, oh, I feel this so much. But it was just hilarious, the whole interaction. And I thought, man, I hope they fight. I really, but I'm, then I started thinking, you know what? There was probably somebody behind me at the quick trip with their phone out with the button, the finger over the record button, just waiting, just waiting for me to be like, oh, hell no. And just take my shirt off and start fighting people. Uh, CC said, are you the Barry we've been hearing about driving this route? I don't know what that means, CC. McDonald's used to be 29 cent burgers and 39 cent cheeseburgers. Yeah, that's true. That's true. When you ask how much is tax, you took that L. <laughs> I think that's what he did. Is he was like, all right, $6.99, that's seven. And then uh that that's right there. That's uh that's eleven. Uh that's another, that's another uh four. And yeah, two dollars, my ass. And then he forgot like tax and all that bullshit. So that's so funny. Um, what is this? What is, uh, it was trying to get free food. I think he just genuinely thought they fucked up his money. <laughs> Told Al said, I'm not spending my $25 in free gas on one McDonald's meal. <laughs> that would be fucked up if he was the dude that got free gas. Oh, how, how ironic would that have been? Total Dallas. That would have been hilarious. He's like, look, bitch. I just got free $25 in gas. I don't need the money. I'd have been like, hold up. What? Excuse me. You'd be like, mind your business, white boy. Uh, I just got free $25 in gas. So it's not like I'm broke, bitch. That would have been hilarious. I would have loved that. I have one more story left. I have one more story from the road. And it's actually about, uh, <laughs> now said, hey, Truman, hey, manager, hold my phone, hit record, right? Put that shit on your forehead. Let's get it. Uh, thank you, Flip. <laughs> CC, CC said, damn it, Flip. Because I think CC knows what's about to happen. Yeah. I have one more story left. <clears throat> Flip, I swear to God and sonny Jesus. Uh, we'll just have to wait till tomorrow for the third story. We'll just we'll save it till tomorrow. And this one, this one, this one actually happened in the club. Uh, this one actually happened during a show. I was thinking Flip be tied out twice. <laughs> It's time, party people. It's time. Flipperoo, I appreciate you. That's what a good producer does. They keep you on time and keep you on track. And uh, there's value in that. There's real value in that. Thank you, Flipperooski. Appreciate you. 
Uh, thanks for all the new follows. Uh, AY's Biatch, Jiggy Bucks. Who else? Who else was that? Jiggy Bucks. Um, Van Ham and uh, Fledgling Phoenix. Hey, what's up, Dimana? I have been gone so long, I forgot how much of a good time Barry on deck was and how much I love it. Oh, I love you, buddy. Thank you so much. He said, now I just have to find out why God stopped me from knocking on death's door for two days. Because you still have shit to accomplish, Dimana. You still got, you still have um, lives to touch and a life to live, buddy. And a family. That's why. And you're loved. You're loved and appreciated. All that. It's good to have you here, though, man. It's good to have you back, buddy. I missed you. We all missed you, and I'm glad you're back. <clears throat> um, thank you, Joe. I appreciate you. Tidal Wave, what's up, man? Good night, Barry. Uh, see you decades later. I'm going to go play Mad 23. Nice. Well done. By the way, I did see where you said you got your bracket done, so good job. Thank you. I, I, I kind of hope you win. Um, it'd be good to have somebody not in Houston win something. Uh, Steve said, see everyone at the rehearsal for the electrician. Rolls will be on the sheet. <laughs> Rolls will be on the sheet by the water fountain. Outstanding. Off to go see whatever else Miami does this week. Yes. Uh, Mark said, great to see you, Dimana. Keep up the, keep going, my friend. Yep, 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 yep. All right. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Man, thank y'all for two dope-ass hype trains. That was an amazing way to start the week. Also... Uh, thanks to my boy Kyle King for the raid. Much appreciated on that. Thanks for popping in and sharing the Kingsman with me. I uh, appreciate that. And uh, I think that's it. Let's uh, let's get a raid going and get on the bouncer chair. CC said, don't tell Freak. Oh, is that who you want to raid, Danielle Freak? Huh? Let's see. What do we got over here? Academics is just chatting. Why cancel the Charleston? What? Amaranth, Solon, Danielle Freak, Nitro Stream Racing, Racing Becca, GV68, Grand Pooh Bear, Eric Griffin, Heel Buddy. All right, but better network. Okay, well then let's raid Danielle Freak, shall we? Let's do it. Um, let me get the name here. And uh, here, we we'll rerun that. Like the total balance. Uh, missed most of the show. Gonna have to catch the stories on the replay. Hey, Jared, I appreciate you, buddy. All good, fam. And, uh, yeah. What was that? Oh. Uh, thank you for the, uh, for the 100 bits, man. Much appreciated. All right, let's do the raid. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Until then, do me three favors, people. Be safe, be kind, and most importantly, love each other. I'll see y'all tomorrow. All right, the raid should be going. I don't know if this is going to work. It says start raid, and I clicked it, and nothing happened. I up fixing a raid to the liquor store. You go. You go. You are already raiding. Okay, good. Hi, guys. Love you. Eddie's making a YouTube video!